I know you say I can hear you, but I don't know if I can actually hear you. So we'll find out. You can't hear me? I mean, there's no snare in my headphones. So. There's not. There's, there's no like, snare. There's no snare. In my headphones. So don't mess this up because I don't want to edit too much. So I don't like obligatory swear and talk racial things. Don't give everybody your real take Unless on Unless it's interracial love. I was going to say, don't give people your real take on interracial love. My real take is I love it. My real take is I like it more than I ever thought. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> now I'm, and I'm doing it too much. It's becoming like a fetish now. <laughs> that sounds like one. But you're beyond a fetish now. Like it's That's a way of life for you. It's a way of life. Is that beyond fetish? Wouldn't that be like accept? Isn't that? Wouldn't a fetish be worse? Because you're fetishized, you're fetishized, yeah, you're fetish. I, I feel like that you, word? you fetishizing. could fetishizing, fetishizing, just push through, always just push through. I feel like you could separate yourself yeah. from a fetish, right? You can walk away, but if it's if it's your life, like you in it, you you can't walk away from your fetish at this point. Like that's the... why. Is it, why wait? Why is it? Why why are we talking like it's a factual fetish? Man, it's not. It's not I just. This is this has gone off the rails already. Like quickly, we're, like it didn't take three minutes. And no, already, we're, not. we're like a minute, minute already. And change in this. <laughs> Back at it again, like we never left. Coke and dank, dank and coke. We are D lethal weapons. Hey, dank. Hey, fetish man. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> the two guys caught drinking battery acid will soon be charged. I was gonna ask the race of both guys, but undercut you to one white guy, one black guy. <laughs> so you do have a type. So you admit do you do think you're pretty. Did you like the joke or not? <laughs> it was funny, but yeah, like I have interracial on top of brain, so you know, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be charged because we're talking about two guys today. <laughs> one, no, not each other. Not each other. <laughs> one black, one white. <laughs> Imagine if they were too. They're both I mean, white dudes. They're they're one. Uh, what's what's the test thing away? Twenty three and me. I don't know. What's the identity test? Ancestry? There we go. That works too. You talking about the ancestry.com? Yeah. You don't you know. find out you're like you find out like you're Italian or something? That would be cool. You think so? For you, I'm not For me, I'm not I don't I'm not I get I wonder what like hidden <laughs> You know, you got me thinking, but no, I don't want to do that because it's like, then I'm going to uncover some stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, your great grandfather was a Nazi. It's like, no. Yeah, but that's your great grandfather. Like, you don't pass down Nazism in your blood. No, but it's like. Do you have a proclivity I don't want to, to put your hand in the air in a 45 degree angle? No, and actually, I don't I don't hate Jews. So there's. So those three things prove to yourself that you think I'm okay. You're not a Nazi. Okay. It's very simple. Very simple. 
But we're talking about two gentlemen today. Are we? <laughs> I'm just going to start over. <laughs> Edward Baker and Sean Phillips. We recently did, not recently, but we did six arc analysis on their books. Or we did an arc analysis for six of their books. How's that? There we go. That, that sounds better, right? I like that. I like that. And it all started with Killer Be Killed, and we're like, you know what? Let's just keep going because this, this, this duo works for us. It's doing something for us. So we just kept going. And now we did it. We did a little six pack. This is what we're doing today, compiling it all together. And you can listen to them all in a row. You can hear which ones we do not like. It got really confused with and started laughing halfway through. And then you can hear the ones that we are generally intrigued and excited and happy to read about. But in, I think, four out of six, Pussy Gonna Get Him Killed, right? If not, six out of six. I think that. <laughs> I think, it's, I think it's about it, but at least it's, it's at least four out of six. Um, and at the end of this, uh, we're going to rank them, our personal rankings. Not together. It'll be separate rankings for the six books. Unless we cheated How on each other's feeling? answers. Did you look at mine? I can't. I can't look at yours. I don't have your. I know you have a backdoor to my to my my episode notes. Listen, you already talked about interracial, now you're bringing backdoor. You definitely have a fetish problem. So, see, so. Look, look what you just did there. I just that's a common term, and you made it sexual. Backdoor is a common term for what barnyard things are you doing? That backyard <laughs> backdoor. I have a back is a door. I have a trap door. I have a back door. I'm in the back way. <laughs> so Shake many, that ass. See, so, it's all back. so many easy ways. It wasn't even a back door. It's we literally share a Google file. And put things. Actually, on I heard it. this. I heard this. I heard this song just today. Uh, Moon, Moon Nighter. No, the song's name, the song's called Lizzo. Okay. Not by Lizzo. It's, it, no, it's not by Lizzo. It's by a guy named I think it's like Moon Nighter or something. And the, the song title is called Lizzo. And uh, is it about Lizzo? No, but he mentions how it's Moonwalker. Moonwalker. It's about so, Lizzo. It's not about Lizzo. It's, it's called Lizzo. It's just, the first verse is just about him eating a fat girl's butt. Hmm. <laughs> Talking about back doors. This is... <laughs> this is an arc analysis. This is an arc analysis. This is six-pack arc analysis. This is orc This is an orc analysis. This is an orc analysis. This is an orc analysis. This is orc analysis. We're back. We're still reading. Reading is fundamental. Reading is fundamental. Especially, especially if you get pictures to go along with those words. Word. The birds? Word. The verbs. Oh, the birds. <laughs> The birds? Like the birds? <laughs> what are you talking about? The birds. I've been drinking. Birds. Killer Be Killed, Volume One. There's no, there's no subtitle to this. It's just Volume One. I respect that. Uh, the, the classic combination of Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. These guys. I haven't read everything, everything that they've written, but the things that I have read. There's no misses. And that's There's just no Coke's way of saying we're probably going to end up reading everything that they've Yeah, read. we're probably going to read some so more stuff because I've got like <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six plus this. 
Yeah, so about seven different things. They kind of know what they're doing. They they got an idea. They got uh, an idea. I, and I'm just judging it off this bad boy because this is a sleeper, bad boy. Sleeper criminal incognito. My heroes. Faith. Oh, I read Fatality. I read the Fade Out. They're both very good. Yeah, we'll we'll do. We're you. We're gonna do a lot of these. <laughs> Let's just be real here. Let's be real here. That's as excited as you're gonna see Coke. We're, we're gonna do it. I caught myself because they're 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 gritty like noir style yes. stories, and with a little pinch of supernatural, just to kind of they like to squeeze a little bit of that in there, just to which kinda... is which is the best intro for Killer Be Killed. It's kind of like a dark noir. Yep, with a pinch of supernatural. Yeah, um, it's it's kind of like an everyday story. You think a lot of the stuff and themes that are going on are everyday things, and then something comes along to kind of shake that loose. And the situation escalates muy rápido. Yeah. What I like about this too is it's kind of a – it's about vigilantism, but it's a new angle on it. Yes. It's not glorified at all. It's – like this guy, he's messing the head. <laughs> Let's be honest. His name is Dylan, of course. His name is Dylan. <laughs> and so Mrs. Dylan, Dylan, watch out. Yeah, yeah Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of crazy because basically in short I'll spoil a little bit in the first because it's just the first issue but he tries to heal himself and it doesn't work no and from that he starts in hilarious fashion too really funny yeah, yeah. really funny I won't tell you how but he tries to kill himself doesn't work out for him and he's kind of gets a, a new lease on life like holy maybe you know that was scary. Like I, I was scared and I realized that I don't want to die actually. Yeah. It's weird that you say this book is about vigilanteism because you're not wrong, but it's also about purpose. Like mm. th- what a man will do, what a person will do when you find a purpose because his ascension to being the best, I guess, vigilante he can be is really good and like really thought out and really purposeful and it's all it's often weaved through the life that he's trying to live even to the point that he constantly like complains about like how do people live double lives it's so fucking hard to do and it's true it's yeah it's insanely hard Sorry, to do. Mate, <laughs> he's getting choked up we found about coke's had a double life so what the I, walls are closing in because what i like about this is yeah the deeper he gets into into his activities, the harder it becomes. It's kind of like you can do things once or twice. It's almost like uh, cheating on your significant other. You do it once or twice, you you know you probably won't get caught. But if you keep doing it over and over and over again, you're playing on fire. And it's the same sort of thing. Like he's got to sneak out at night while he's living with a roommate, right? So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, well, how many times are you going to get away with it until he starts to notice that you're actually leaving every night at like two, three a.m. Like it's <laughs> and then coming back with behavior. like a broken faces and bloody and beat up and another parallel like it's at a certain point once or twice when you have to go and kill somebody you're going to be apprehensive and unsure and figuring out like if this is the right decision but around third or fourth like you get comfortable like you you understand when to take that shot you understand the moves you have to take so like there's there's truly an arc of i guess this guy descending into a man-man or a killer or a vigilante or a hero or anti-hero we've yet to find out we've both read past the 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 volume one that we're covering Mm -hmm. just because it's so engaging like you really want to know what's going to happen to this guy because we met him at his lowest low 
and they use the plot device of kind of jumping fast forward a few times yeah in kind of the action of where he's supposed to be so you can catch the reader up and it works really well it shouldn't work as well as it does especially with that uh washroom scene yeah yeah that, that works great. really well and then yeah. that's not even the payoff what happens immediately after that is so good yeah. yeah um it's hard to talk about this book because i don't think we really want to give away a lot of it no we, we gotta come to a term are we gonna like we gotta come to terms when we do aas are we gonna spoil these things or not like because it's <laughs> i'm all for spoiling the bad because it makes us more fun to read it. right that's our that's our there you go i like that because yeah this is crazy because he's talking to you a lot through this book he he talks to himself dylan right but he's breaking the fourth wall constantly as well because yes. he's kind of like wait guys let me back you up <laughs> like I like how in the, by the third issue he's kind of going, man, I'm doing it again. Like yeah. I but promised you, I wouldn't tell you the story backwards, but here I am doing it again. Like, what does that tell you about me? And he's like having a conversation with you, <laughs> right? Which I hope is like a ultimate payoff. Like I hope he's actually talking to somebody by the time you get to the final issue. Yeah. Just like he's explained the whole story and like of of whoever in his life because people are coming in and out of his life. And again, I'm jumping ahead of the story, right? Like, this is just a guy that went back to school for grad, grad school, right? He's doing his studies in college. Mm -hmm. He has a roommate. His roommate has a girlfriend. And that alone, that plot line alone, could have been its own comic run. Yeah. However, this is kind of the miss for me. And I don't know how, how to explain this, so I'm not fully going to explain it. He gets greeted with someone with an offer he can't refuse. And he's forced to take up kind of a vigilante lifestyle and the way that he keeps his morality is who he goes after now the the cheat code here is that if you know the writing team if you know uh not you personally but the, the royal you if you understand what how brewbreaker writes his stuff always comes back around so the 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 way that let's say kira is acting for example and the way that he sees this messenger that that tells him like this stuff because this, these are very noirish stories these things will come around especially kira she could be a femme fatale because brew baker loves those right right because you're you're reading this book like, i don't know i am i'm like yo is this girl for the streets or or is she she's just like or is she like, just confused like i like she's kind of already a femme fatale right like she's yeah. ruining one of those two lives off jump right so she is playing with like fire kind of like but then like when i first because when you first read her doing the stuff because she's kind of bouncing between the two guys to make a long story short but it's you're kind of like yeah this girl's this girl's kind of like that's that's not right but then when she, you kind of hear her reason her rationale mom, oh it's just the same like, thing like when you like when you hear how like, why she's doing it you're like ah, oh, all right and now i feel bad yeah right? i don't feel bad it's just like oh cool i like i understand i understand what you're doing but like it's not gonna work out the way you think it's gonna work out. Like again, and that's kind of life, right? So that's why it's this book's so kind of uh, like unassuming because he's dealing with like real life issues that you can kind of um, relate to. But the vigilante side of it isn't something that you couldn't relate to. No. But his his climb and his come up is because he does certain things along the way that you're like. Yes, that's what I would do next. And then, like, he's giving us the tips of, like, oh, if you read this and this, it gives you information about this, this, this. Yeah. And, like, he's doing detective work. Yep. 
Yeah, he's. Is he? Is he a better detective than Batman? He's a better detective <laughs> than Batman. And he, he's he, broke. And he's just got a gat. He got a gap from his dad. That's East. Yeah, he found one in the stash, and then his first kill was. It was. You know what's cool about that first kill that he does is it's so like unassuming. It's so not glorified. It's just like runs up on the guy, pop, bap. Yep, he's just down, and it's like there's no flashing oh. lights. There's no like no. crazy action. It's just like pop, and then he's just he's just left with his mind. Yeah, that's crazy, and like unfold it. And as much as we're giving credit to the writing, because the writing deserves a lot of credit to the point that in the artwork and kind of the the rollout of the comic, they even isolated. They give like writing its own negative space and white balance and like yeah. sheets so you can really pay attention to. The artwork is near flawless on what they're trying mm. to capture. Um, for the first run, it's all in winter. So you're constantly getting white spaces, negative spaces, but you're getting white snow like over everything, right? Like anytime you're outside and it helps alleviate all the darkness that's going on with the themes of the book. But like the lead character is often in shadow or in a black coat or has a sinister look over his face. So you either see white snowflakes or red blood. And like the way that I've seen as many gunshots and blood splatters look gorgeous and it's hard to say that without sounding crazy but when you look at the book like i saw a dude's like face explode and it was one of the most beautiful panels i've seen in a comic in a while it's gorgeous yeah it's it's haunting it's it's weird and like there are moments where it's almost surreal backgrounds like they don't match with what's happening but it lends to itself with this guy's freaking out right now. Like he's about to take a life and like, this is not a normal day to day thing. Right. And I just going to the corner store. So like, it's, it's infused with like pinks and like pastel greens on like snow on like a black wall, but then like bang. And then you just see like splats of like red blood. I was like, like what canvas is this? Like, why am I so attracted to this book? This book is so attractive. And I don't know if like our society just has this weird, murder porn thing because we were talking about dexter earlier (laughs) like this is like if you're a dexter fan there's kind of a little aspect of that to this this is someone that's taking without spoiling anything of that there's 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 some i think some related materials there and just kind of finding and i also love just to go to 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 branch off that point he's constantly second guessing himself throughout the whole book i I love that dynamic. I love when characters are really struggling with something they're doing and they're kind of looking for reasons to not do it, but then convincing themselves that they should. And it's the back and forth, back and forth. Like after he, after he, he does the first kill, it's like, oh man, should oh, I have done that? And then it, right. all this stuff rolls out and it's like, yes. Oh, wow. The peeling back wow. the layers of what happens after that death is so yeah. well. First of all, the way that he finds that first death is amazing. Yeah. And like trauma, like like unpacking trauma, and then what follows that. But like, because we've read ahead, so like I'm so excited to talk to you about this yeah. off the air. Um, how those ripples start to manifest in the world is so good, yeah. and like you can start to see things shift for him and change. Yeah, because then he's not aware of. Because after that first one, he kind of gets a bit of a. 
a bit of a complex where he's kind of like, yo, I'm doing good right. by committing murder. <laughs> and he kind of gets, and I, I remember he's trying to, he's like, okay, well, I, I can't rely on the same method I found the first kill. So let's look for another one. And he goes to like strip clubs and stuff. And he's, it's almost like, to me, I'm kind of like, Dill, you're trying a little too hard now. You, I know you got to do this like regularly. <laughs> right. But you, you're going a little far because he just like. But dude, you hear his thought process on it yeah. though, right? Like he explains yeah. like why I'm going to go here and this leads to this. And then this is connected to this. Yeah. And this whole backstory of how these people ended up here. Like there's thought to it. So even if he's doing it for the wrong reasons, he ends up finding the right rationale, which for good or bad, I don't know if it's going to be a payoff. But for as a reader, as the audience, you're like, oh man, like, like how many times in the book you're like, oh, don't do that, like that's yeah, not that's, smart to yeah, do. Especially after that first one, I was like, no, 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 don't yeah. do this. Don't and you do just this. you just keep reading. There, there's also these weird like touch tones. Like I know he goes back to, I guess his mother's house to get like those boxes of old artwork from his dad. His dad, yeah. But I love that, that, like, honestly, that's a cheat code for the artist. Like, that was an excuse for Philip to do, like, these beautiful kind of rich-toned – how do I explain it? They're like – if you've ever read those, like, 80s novels or, like, those sci-fi novels that have those amazing cover arts where it's, like, pastel and, like, lush planets and stuff, like, that's infused into the book too, right? So, like, yeah. that takes you out of kind of his – current mindset because his world's kind of bleak and dark and kind of unsure and frantic but then he looks at this artwork that's coming passed down from his father and it's 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 adult stuff right like there's some new chicks there's a lot of a lot of boobs right yeah basically right but um but it's like well done and the way that it's introed is him talking about his coming of age right and that leads because the writing's so strong that image leads to his relationship with his best friend and then you learn why that and slow on, and then that's how he finds a gun, and so on. And so, like, this is an onion of a book. Yeah, yeah. That's why, like, we kept reading. Yeah, you got to keep going. That's... We kept reading. Um, yeah. I can't believe this is our first. I think this is our first time doing a, a Brubaker thing, too. Well, which is it crazy because he's take, takes time. We it gotta... does take time to get around. There's a lot of writers. And a lot of turtles that we usually read turtle stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll go, go back to turtles immediately after this um, <laughs> to, to reset the bar. But uh, it's I was going to – oh, go yeah, for it. Fine. No, I was going to talk about just how he's balancing the two lives because, like, there are things in it. There's a there's that pinch of supernatural in this, but is it or is it just his head? Like how – And that's what I was going to say. That's the one thing I was going to – like before we even push record, we were like, how do we talk about this? If we love everything yeah. about it, I was like, do we yet? Right. There's one thing in it and it happens to be the supernatural aspect that to your credit may not even be supernatural. That's the one thing that was essentially the catalyst for his change of careers. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's real because as you keep reading, that kind of dissipates. So I'm yeah. hoping it comes back around. I'm hoping there's a resolution to it. But that would be the takeaway because I don't think he needed much to get to this point in his life. You assume no, I... a supernatural was something that needed to push him off the edge, but he was already ready to kill himself. So yeah. that's why def- I think that's why yeah. I think it's in his head. I think he's just it's his reason. Like he's kind of like, well, I didn't do it. This thing made me do it. It's like, well, that voice is 
in your head, pal. I think you're a little nuts because you're going around with a red mask on. Shooting it's, <laughs> he's definitely walking the line of Fight Club and, I guess, a little bit of Moon Knight, if that kind of supernatural turns out to be true. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, but as as dark as the themes are, they're somewhat relatable, which is – I don't know if that's weird to say because, like, his day-to-day life – it's shit that we're all going through, right? Like yeah. he's depressed, he's sad, he like he can't relate to everyone, and the one person he wants to relate to, he, he really can't. Like that's super messy. Yeah, well, because we didn't mention that Kira is actually his best friend. Like it's his best friend, and then she starts dating his roommate, and they're. But he's madly in love with her. He's madly in love with her, but once she starts dating his roommate, she kind of like stops going to see him, right? Obviously, because right. she's going to see her boyfriend. But then she keeps giving. Ah, 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 ah. So I just yeah, look. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the, it's complicated. The, it's messy. But as soon as he finds a purpose, then roles reverse, and he kind of like, yeah, I don't and, have time for this. And it's like, oh, like I appreciated that. Right now it's all like, can we talk? Where are you going? What's right? it? It's like you guys didn't care about me before. And then in the second volume, you see even more of his life start to bleed in. Right, so. And it kind of lines up like the second volume seasons change. So he's not in the winter anymore, right? Like I think it's what well, comes spring, after winter, right? spring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I almost forgot. I was like, wait a minute. Um, You'll never know what season it is. <laughs> You'll have to keep reading to find <laughs> out, guys. You'll never guess what season comes after winter. <laughs> Again, I don't think I'm doing justice to the way the paneling and the artwork looks. Um, it's realist. It's definitely tonality beautiful like they use the amount of blacks to like like it's it's almost always night which is amazing um it's not the normal way that you would do paneling boxes like they often move into the scene more yeah so like yeah. everything's adjusted. Right? yes but like still divided that you know like something's happening and even the painting is kind of nothing's fully brushed or covered like a lot of things are bleeding out and I th- which I think is kind of a theme of what's happening to him. Like a lot of things are bleeding together and lines are blurring and I think walls are closing in. The artwork definitely reflects that. And again, one of the most beautiful books for like blood being splattered everywhere. Um, if I sound psychotic because of that, fine, but read the book and then you'll see, me. you'll see why. But, uh, and I, I love how they end it with the to be continued too. Cause like that, that was, just an easy way for me to say, yes, I will read another one immediately. Yeah, because this first arc is only the first four issues. And I read the first four issues. I'm like, man, I could read it another four yeah. right now. Like, I need more. Yeah. It's engaging. It's gripping. Um, I like when he has that. There's that one. I'm going to spoil the one thing just to not spoil. But remember the vision he has in the train? <laughs> there's a whole there's a whole scene where he has a set and it's like he makes it up in his head. And yep. then he's like kicking himself. He's like, well, look at that haircut. What, what are you... <laughs> <laughs> who has a haircut like that oh very racist that you very good man. it's like because he pictures like he's he gets so into it the whole point of that is to say he he gets so into what his he's head. doing yeah in his head that he's fantasizing about it now and it's like man this 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 kid he's gone so you may far be right. so fast right That's, yeah you may be right we may be watching him just slowly descend into madness because and he, he kind of has a he's starting to develop a bit of a holier than thou attitude like i'm saving this person i'm saving yeah. this person i'm like and that's also why the walls are closing in because that whole other side the ripples are like we think there's a connection here right like yeah. 
He's a better Batman. I'm just gonna put that out there. He is. He's a better Batman, and he doesn't he's even have. Batman. He doesn't have money. Doesn't have Alfred. Doesn't have a bat suit. This is a red mask. Love that. Love that. How do you he's, like that look? He's not a better uh, 24 because he's got to sleep. But um, no, yeah, uh, he is. How do you like that look? The, I, the hoodie with the red mask. The hood. Yeah. Red hood. Like Deadpool. I feel like these are all kind of little touch tones of like yes. It's not smart. Like if I'm a murderer, I'm not wearing a red ski mask. But in terms yeah. of his <laughs> his arc, yeah, I th- I think it works. He's got to get. I was gonna say he's got to get a silencer, but then they kind of they kind of break they down do why though. he doesn't bother using a silencer. Yes. In this he's like he's like it's not like a movie where you get. Doof, doof. It's more like a. And then scene. he picks up a shotgun. He's like, sometimes you just need to scare people, and that yeah. pays off later. And like, oh, he was talking about this. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's. I'm gonna give this the lowest rating I've ever given the book because well, I'm still, I'm still reading. Like like always with arc analysis, we give it a good or a bad rating. Basically, boom for good, ba for bad, whoosh. If we don't even know what the hell's going on, can I give a ba to just um, Kira? Yeah, give a ba to. But pussy gonna get him killed. Doing that, but pussy gonna, gonna get him killed. Oh wow, that is pussy. Is he getting killed? Really, like you can you can tell literally the situation though. Like, is he he's doing he's doing the right thing? Like, he's he's kind of depending like, who my roommate is. Depends if on your if you if you are if you yeah. and I are roommates, yeah, <laughs> I move it out. So, sorry, buddy, <laughs> I can't stay here. You don't need that drama, man. I can't. Every I, like that's 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 the meme of the dog sitting at the table where everything's burning around him. And he's saying, "Yeah, this is fine. Oh, that's ex- this yeah, is that's fun. exactly what it is." And <laughs> you, can do, you can't turn anywhere because as soon as that room is empty, no. it's like, oh. It's misery, misery. And there's that whole pay- that there's Rock a whole payoff with it. Men can run from it, but we ain't that strong. Sooner or later, it's gonna get us. And there's the, that great scene where they talk about like, oh, the room went away for a weekend, and they go to open the door, and they're like, out. There's like, oh, it's like, nah, man, I'm not yeah. dealing with any of that ish. Yeah, and then is yeah, then they they start to notice he's leaving at night. Oh man, what a! It's a good read. <laughs> so we're so past it because I, I want to talk to Coco about like, what happens after, but we can't. We don't want to spoil all that for you guys. Kill or be no. killed. It's a boom. Volume one. Boom. Easy. Boom. And she, she, she would have to be a redhead. That's the only way she could be a femme yeah. fatale. Have to be. She's she, red hair, blue eyes. She's a Jean. Jean. This is a Scott Logan. Is this a Scott Logan? Redhead. Oh, my God, it is. <laughs> the personalities. And- yeah. Yep. Once a Boy Scout, once a vigilante. Yeah. This is Arc Analysis. This is an Arc Analysis. This This is Arc Analysis. Analysis. Six pack. Yeah. (laughs) I was about to say. I was about to say. No, it's not. Yes, actually it is. We read a lot of things. We watch a lot of things. So we often get confused on all the stuff we're doing. But this is another addition to our dynamic duos. Brubaker. I like how these I like how these six Phillips. packs are never planned. They just happen. Yep. We just review one thing. It's like, you know what? There's this more. This good. Yeah. There's five more of these. Let's just... <laughs> yeah, Brubaker and Phillips are just are in our heads right now. And this is the second one. So Sleeper, volume one. From 2004, I believe. 
interesting thing about this, and I don't know if it's calling it. This is a um, who did this? this? Is actually a wild. This this book takes place in the Wildstorm universe. Yeah. So it's a DC book. We get this a lot of wi- we get a lot of Wildcats. Uh... Yes. Yeah. A lot of reference in there, and so that's why they 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 touch on the whole superhero thing or supervillain thing, but they don't really go too far into it. It's yeah, more like I was going to say, it, it, it's no superheroes, it's no dragons, it's no fairies, it's no real elements of uh, fantasy. There's no alternate dimensions. There's nothing really speculative, nothing odd or strange, but very espionage, very noiry, very there's a looming threat, um, but good characters. And fucking story, 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 story. Say that again, you cut it. Uh, good characters, but then story, oh, story, story, yeah. story, 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 story. Yeah, because techni- technically these guys are all villains. I was going to say super villains, but they're not really super villains. They're more like C-listers. Yeah, they're, like, they're working their way up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, they're kinda, so that's why the heroes don't really pay attention to them because they're like, well... We got bigger fish to fry, yeah, yeah. Which is good and in theory, right? I just don't know if it's yeah. executed as well. Like the, for me, the one thing that this comic didn't need was the superpowers. Right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I but everybody like, had. Something. Yeah, it's like tacked on. It's like that. It kind of takes away from what you're trying to tell me. You're trying to tell about this one guy who's playing both sides, and although that gets confusing at certain points of like what side he's playing on, like you still follow through with what's the conductor. Yeah, because it's it's a it's basically the whole book is or the whole story. We did the first five, six issues, right? Six. Yes. Uh, Post human goes undercover to infiltrate and learn about an underground post human organization led by led by a man named Tao. And like you're saying, you get everybody has some sort of power here. There's the conductor, Holden Carver. Uh, oh, there you go. Uh, Tao, who's a general. There's genocide. My boy, Steel genocide. I. Yeah, <laughs> super strong. Uh, Miss Misery, Miss Misery. Yeah. Triple X Ray. Yeah. Pitbull, who's Pitbull. just a big a dog yeah. man. <laughs> Diesel Max. It's the conductor's cool too because he, he he basically he's got like you talk about Black Wolf. Is there a Black Wolf? Yep. Okay, I missed that one. Maybe it's, Carson write down. Maybe it's I think a, I, I, just, I only wrote down the like the most pop, the most popular ones. Maybe it's pushed a little further. We were only supposed to read the first six, but ah, uh, yeah, right. But the conductor, he he basically takes, he can't feel pain, so he takes. He's almost like Maverick from uh, from the X Men, where he takes in all his kinetic energy and he just releases it onto somebody else. Yeah, and he conducts him. Maverick and Bishop have the same sort of power set, no? Not quite similar, kinda, but not kinda, quite. I think Bishop, Bishop's a bit more advanced. Like he'll take on the energy and then just reroute it. No? Yeah, but that's like full energy, oh, okay. whereas Maverick is kinetic energy. Okay. Like you punch him, you know, I get you. I get you. Terrible in the same similar. team, but you would want one on each team. Yeah. I realize that I'm, going, I'm nodding, but they can't hear. <laughs> they can't see me. <laughs> So yeah, they they have, they have their superpowers. Genocide wise, is super strong, and an asshole. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Triple X Ray can see through the walls. Pitbull is literally a dog man. Diesel Max has the he can light things on fire. Or whatever he's got, mm-hmm. it's like pirates. It's all like they're all like cheap tricks. Like yeah. something. 
There's no like, I'm going to fly and pick up this building. It's just kind of mild enhancements. And yeah, like I said, it takes place in the Wildstorm universe, which was an independent universe and formed by Jim Lee uh, back in the day. But it became a DC imprint between 1999 and 2010 until they folded it in. And this took this to this book is written right in the middle there. So yeah, it's it's a DC book. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the underground's organization they had going on? Because it was very it was organized. Yeah, it's that's why I liked about it. And like, it was yeah, like all the espionage stuff, all of the like I'm a spy and I work this side and I go work that side. That stuff's great. That's why I feel like the superhero stuff just takes away from that. Like, you didn't need to give me all these sparks and, like, he's super strong. Like, that's an additional level of, like, pages and panels you had to, like, dedicate to, like, these backstories when it didn't really make sense to the story. Like, the story is really just following. You're following Holden and be like, who am I working for? Why am I working for this person? Oh, crap. I'm kind of falling in love with this chick over here. Maybe I should follow this chick. Trouble ensues. Can I trust this person? Can they trust me? Like, that's more than enough, right? So... The fact that there's such a web for Tao and like so intricately done. Like I liked uh what do they call their generals? Like that's the stuff I was talking to you. The prodigals? Yes. Oh. So the, the hierarchy goes, Tao runs it. Tao's this really calm guy. He he can like sense when you're lying. But he runs it. What a great power for and, a supervillain, by the way, too. Yeah, yeah. Then he has three prodigals who are like these are the generals. Mm-hmm. And there's 30 torpedoes, <laughs> which are like the, um, what would they be? Like Secret Service? Yeah, that's a good thing, I guess. Yeah, you're soldiers. Black, yeah, yeah. Then there's the Black Guard, who are soldiers, and the Quislings, who are just like work for hire, right? And that's kind of the, that's the hierarchy for the, for the, um, the organization, which I appreciate. Like you said, it's really cool because it's like, it's simple. But it makes sense. There's like stepping stones. And you're, you're probably never going to become a prodigal, but you can work your way up to uh, wherever you need. And as an undercover guy, um, the conductor wants to get as far up as he can. As high as possible, him, right? yeah. Yeah. And, and he, he, that's how he starts out. He's, you, you meet him and he's already uh, a torpedo. Right. And then, you know, he makes but, his way up. And they have different levels of like him infiltrating right like there's a whole party right. scene where you like in a tuxedo you get the whole james bond kind of aspect to it i'm like all right cool like you're following this dude they they draw him very debonair like he's a attractive lead in that that he's charismatic right like you you feel for his story like what he's trying to get accomplished it's i, I don't know if i keep, have to keep hammering this nail it's all the power stuff that's just like you can tell maybe that was a note from either dc or the image to be like, well, you know, it's not superhero enough. And like, as we keep reading Brubaker and Phillips, we'll find more that it's less about the flash and it's more about the content. And this, this book has way more content than the flash needed. Um, but it, for me, it hurts it, right? Like I have to spend more time being like, oh, like it's, it again, it's, it's kind of a cheat code. There's certain situations where he's getting beat up and dummied and then he just uses little and then gets yeah. out of it. And I was like, oh, well, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's, it, it feels unearned. But you're right. It's It it most likely was studio interference because this, is, this isn't the first book they've ever written together because right. they did some uh, Batman stuff before this. But this is the earliest book out of our six pack. The first one out of the six we're doing that they did together. So right. you can tell by, you know, they're, they're still kind of getting the hang of things and Philip's art is a little um, not as sharp as some of his later stuff. 
Right, and it's and, more dynamic in the paneling, right? Like it's not as structured as we watch with yeah. Killer Be Killed, or um, and it like it breaks away. So like f- for me, this book looks like they're both trying to feel out the other person as well as like what they're trying to bring to the table. So there's a lot more kind of taking chances with the art and I guess with the story. But it shows like you. It, there's certain moments where it's just frantic. Like there's a lot of panels going on at a lot of the same time. You don't really know where the focus is till you get to the next page, and then there's like a naked broad, and you're like, "All right, cool, I get where you're going with with this." But um, a lot of nudity, which is I mean, a lot of nudity. the The plot is very dark. It's very gritty. It's actually very creative, but it's almost like it's like wow, you guys really went in on the conspiracy stuff. Yeah, it's kind of like they they thought this was our only one, so let's kind of yeah. put in as much as we can because we don't know if there's a tomorrow. Because like <laughs> they definitely been watching so, some some YouTube channels about like yeah. how, how deep this conspiracy can really go. Like they they'll fly all over to like Central America. <laughs> it just keeps growing and growing and growing. It got uh, a little yeah, it got a little. It's funny to say it got a little weird because it's comic book, but it's like it starts out one way and then the next thing you know they're at this like Kings of America meeting place in yeah. the middle of nowhere, and it's like all these like world leaders and <laughs> and it's like the Playboy Mansion. It's like what? How did we get here? Yeah. Like this like it's it's cool, but it's like wow, we're really like you said, really getting into like this this zeitgeist here. The, the, the thick of it, and then there'll be moments where like they're talking about espionage and like what they have to do as a team, and then they'll go to a bar where like all the superheroes are wearing like their outfits and the costumes, and like so like that's like out of pocket. It's like which world are you trying to put me in, right? Like I don't know if they ever figure out that based on this first arc, right? Um, Is a lot of things they a lot of things they describe in this too are they're not they're kind of ambiguous like none of the stuff they like for me when i was reading it I was like not a lot of things are are um like perfectly defined like is miss misery with how are they a thing um or is it kind of like an open cuz i like it seemed like they were but then she just seemed like she was working for him but then there's like and she's my favorite character yeah, she's great. Like, she's great. I love that fa- flashback that they give for like her story arc and like how she became who she was. For me, it reads like kind of a spy espionage. Like for the moment, because you're convenient, I'm gonna enjoy this relationship. I trust you, but I can't fully trust you. And maybe that's some Batman coming back too with the whole Catwoman Batman dynamic. It's like, yeah, I really want to get into you, but like I know what you do, so I can't really get in with you. Because um, I'm leading into, is pussy gonna get him killed? It should. Or, I mean, or just a random villain with like a light strapped to his chest and a mask, and it—that's what it is. Tonally, this is all over the place. That's yeah, because you're because you're because you're banging you're banging the boss's girl if if that's the case, which you don't care about because you're a spy anyway. But does the boss care? The boss might not even care, right? Like until he questions it, it it's like, are you lying? Because you're undercover, right? You kind of want to keep your nose clean while you're undercover. I don't know, but but, the, but that's usually maybe he's what, in too deep. Maybe that, he's Wesley Snipes. That was it. Wesley Snipes in too deep? No, Omar Epps in too deep. <laughs> Which are we both referencing different movies? Where in too deep was Omar Epps? Yes, it was. And LL Cool J. I thinking of way? Oh, waist deep. I was thinking of waist deep. In too deep is Omar Epps, right? Wait, waist Which deep. Is waist deep is Laura Lorenz Tate and like the game, isn't it? Fuck, what? I th- isn't Wesley Snipes in like a Espionage movie? Uh, what am I thinking of? Who are you thinking of? <laughs> I don't know. OE. Let's go with OE. I'm thinking OE. You talking about uh, Nino Brown? Maybe. Maybe. I, maybe, I think it's. I think. It, yeah. But that's New Jack City. Like. 
what I was thinking of was Omar Apps. I'm All just right. an idiot. I'm just saying because I all I keep remembering from that movie is when LL Cool J pins down the dude and they get the pool cube, and then he, and then he, yeah, that's that's rough, man. It's I think Neil Long's in that too. Man, I'm gonna watch Into the Deep. Six pack Omar Apps. <laughs> Six pack. Whenever cool here, Neil Long. Whenever yeah, we could. Okay. What's that shark movie? Uh, D- Deep Blue Sea. Yo, that Deep movie. Blue. That movie's underrated. I will tell you right now, it's terrible That's and it's the also boat, great. Right? That's where they get into the boat. This is just underwater. Like no, this underwater like aquarium. That has Samuel L. Jackson, L. O. Cool J, and who's the guy to play the first Punisher? Thomas and Jane. Like Thomas Jane. Yeah. The, the cast doesn't make sense, but L. You have seen that. I think uh, Michael Rappaport's in that too. I look just like a chef, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, and he has a bird. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. so it's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> but he did the soundtrack, and he's like, deeper, bluest, my hat is like a shark's fit. <laughs> That's right. That's... <laughs> Deepest, bluest, my hat is like a shark's fit. And I was like, all right, I got, I got wear my hat like that, yo. Oh man! I didn't, I I didn't question any of that. I was like, "Yeah, it's deepest bluest. My hat is like sharks' fit." <laughs> but that's that's a movie where smart sharks eventually take over this underwater lab. See, look again. If there's any sign right. that Coke and Dank aren't really feeling what we we're supposed to talk about, we we already went on a tangent. Yeah, I don't know. I see, I'm because I remember I asked you on text. I was like, "Did you like this?" And you're kind of like, "Nah." And I was like, "See, I really liked it when I was reading it." And then when I stopped reading, I was like, "It wasn't." That, that, yeah. that great. Like it, it's good, but also we didn't finish it either. So maybe fair. The second volume kind of, and that's what we were saying before we even started. Like we feel like yeah. this is definitely a story that gets better the more you read because the first six issues they're just trying to put all the pieces on the map, and there's a lot of pieces and they all have powers, and that's a lot. A, and that's the thing you you brought that up. I we Fred mentioned earlier. There's a lot of characters. Yes. And they throw a million at you at once, and yes. it's like, <laughs> and you got to care about all of them. It's like I don't. Because one of our points about Kill or Be Killed is that there was like three characters. Right. Right? And you kind of just, it's easy. You can build up to this many, but when the first issue has like 15 names, you got to remember, <laughs> it's like, man, I, like Game of Thrones episode one was not easy for me either. Like it's for the same reason. Like you guys, you got to slow down. <laughs> but we will never forget Jun Snoo. Jun Snoo. Jun Snoo. Do you remember watching the first time, the first episode of Game of Thrones? Was like, I was like, "What is this?" Man, it's a lot yeah. of people. <laughs> I got remember names, and then the next episode they went to a different village. I was like, "Oh, what the hell?" Yeah, and they all look the same, and it's like, "Oh my god." Anyways, this one is the same thing. There's a lot of names, and it's interesting. I'm like, but whenever you start throwing that many names at me at once, it's hard for me to because I'm not that smart. So I'm like, "Well, you are that smart, so don't say that." But this is definitely a book where it looks like it's going to reward the reader the more you read. Yeah, um, we just did but the first arc, and the first arc yeah, is like, like which is which up. is what we always do, right? Before we decide, or AA. yes. So don't don't come, <laughs> you you two fans that listen to us. Don't. <laughs> I mean, one of you can come for us, and the other one has to take our side. That's really what it goes. We need balance. Yeah, right? new cheese, so, or new meat and a soft cheese. Yeah, you have a perfect meal, right? Mm-hmm. If you come unbalanced with two new cheeses, it's gonna be stinky. You come no, with two no, new no, meats, no. it's gonna I be that's cheese. It's gonna be gravy. Gravy's good though. It's gonna be beefy. Beefy's good though. It's gonna be. Would you say this? Is, would you say this is two books in one, or you'd say one book evolves to a second one? Because it is like there's a natural progression, and the way he, the way uh, Holden works his way into 
his position is interesting too. That's a cool little. That's its twist, own book. Right? That's I, That's I, I just enjoy that. Um, that was really good. And then it went. I I think I it kind of started to lose me when they went to the the uh, that secret village or the secret villa. I didn't mind. I didn't that. lose. Yeah, like, I was just like, this is getting weird. There's there's cool things that happen there, but it, it pays like it's like a B story in the middle with your A characters. So it doesn't serve the purpose of the overall, like, hey, man, we got to figure out if this guy is going to make it to the top and, like, take down from within. Like, it's kind of like, oh, let's do this side mission. But you haven't earned it yet because I don't fully – I haven't fully invested in all the characters that you want to keep I, and juice me. I, yeah, and if, if, if we take into consideration uh, there's a second volume of this that wraps everything up, this is probably, like we were saying – mostly set up i mean because when they when he's doing remember when he's running he's running uh he's keeping six for tau when he's meeting all those people yeah. in like the villa he's like this person did this and this person did that and this person did that and then the last person did this and it's kind of like okay so now you're setting up to so that's gonna probably launch pad into what he needs to tell his superiors right, right? Again, you stress this is the first time. Well, not the first time they worked together, but kind of the first time that they stepped out yeah. with their own title. You can see that they're kind of working out the gears because what's underdeveloped is what we want more of, and what's overdeveloped just seems shoehorned in. And then again, you... the art style is frantic, which serves purpose for certain scenes because there's a lot of action in this, right? And that's not typically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not boring. It's not the book's not boring at all. No, it's just overkill. Just is lot. that the right word? Yeah, like yeah, just a lot. Too much, too soon. Maybe like if all this stuff started unfolding in like the fifth and sixth issue, I'd be like, sweet, you've taken me on a ride where like all of this natural uh, carnage is supposed to happen. But like issue two, like shit's blown up, and there's already like four more characters coming in, and now there's superpowers, and it's like, oh, well, I don't care about the superpowers. Just like, tell me about like the villain structure, right? And like, okay, here's yeah, this mystery. Like she comes in like the third book, second book, and like. I like yeah. her story. I, just, I want to follow her. And like Genocide is a great like secondary character because he's just fucking shit up, right? Yeah. Yeah, he does. There's that Steel Eye guy in, in the flashback. Like oh, the, yeah, yeah. Like there's there's cool the stuff that happens. But all like they're either underdeveloped and shooting hard in or like not enough attention to what I think the true focus of the book is, is Tao and can this one guy get in and bring it down? Yeah. Cause they bring it down because they they want to know his connects, right? It's it's good. I think it'll be a probably a great payout. I'm. Are you gonna finish this? So, Killer Could Be Killed is my bar. That's the no, first these one. Books are like ten years apart. Dude. I this get that. Significant. I get that. Um, I don't want to read it more than that book, so I'm gonna say no. And this can be hard too, right? Like, mm. I think mm. in this entire six pack, nothing we read is gonna be bad. Like this is a pair that's no. that's worth its yeah. weight in gold, but that just means it's a hard it's a harder kind of measuring stick, right? Like your your first book shouldn't be your best book, theoretically, right? Like that's your first idea. You just you kind of working on the wing. Like your your later book should be the best. It should stuff. technically be your worst book. Your first book, yeah, your first book should technically be your worst, right? And this one doesn't even seem like they've really inserted themselves into their books yet. Where Killer Be Killed looks like that's Brew Baker and Phillips, right? You can tell it from both angles. From the artwork, you you know Phillips has a specific viewpoint and how he wants to carry scene by scene. And the characters, he only picked three, are so rich in terms of uh, Brew Baker and the writing and just understands this dynamic that I kept reading. I kept reading past yeah. the, the recommended. I'm still reading it. I'm sure this gets better, but if I had a choice, no, nah, I'm good. I'm yeah. Good. 
I get it. Yeah, I and mean, we got four. We have four more to do after this, so we'll see at the end uh, who's going to continue them. with yeah. what. Maybe they should stay I've... away from superheroes. Maybe that's not their bag. Yeah, because you're right. It was. It kind of felt like the espionage, like the all that stuff, the undercover thing, and the I don't want to say espionage, but the undercover and stuff. It felt really sick until it's like, oh yeah, this guy can harness energy and this guy can see through walls. I'm like, wow. Yeah, what's the dude with the like light on his chest and like a mask and like he's a another villain that comes in? Like that was just like a side box. Yeah. But like he looks yeah. so out of place to what's been happening yeah. up to that point. I was like, what's what's going on in this? It's like we're in Wildstorm universe. So let's just make some crazy, you know. When you could just use Grifter. Grifter is like the most yeah. down to earth yeah. villain, yeah, superhero, anti that's, a, that's an expensive cameo, though. It, who wouldn't buy the book to see Grifter? Grifter was their yeah. Wolverine. I put him, on, put him on the cover. Yeah, you're right. Wolverine. You're right. Remember the show? Yeah. Man. Oh, I love the show. Wow, cats. Wow, cats. They had everything. What was the guy with the oh, with the fingers? Oh, man, he cool. <laughs> he's got the fingers. You better look it up. The fingers. As I talk about how it Grifter was it. A, was a bastard love child of Gambit and Wolverine. If they were ever to merge, yeah, you get Grifter. Uh, no nah, man, I haven't watched so you, that show. Okay, so uh, so at the end of these, we always give them a boom or ba rating, or which whoosh. is boom for good, ba for bad, or whoosh for get this out of here. I don't know what I just read. Did we define whoosh? Because there's there's a lot of whooshes in this. To be honest with you, things happen for the sake of you, things happening. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a whoosh, no? Like you were just talking about when they go after that weird island. Like that was that's a that's not a whoosh, man. I no? don't want to give this a whoosh, but I'm kind of. I'm, you're you're making but, a very you good are, point. Yeah, you're making like, a very good point because I don't want to give it a. Because I'm not going to give it a ba. It's not bad. Not, yeah, we're past ba. But, but I'm, like, I don't know. But if I want to boom this, but this is definitely like an and. This is this an and then book, Coke? Is this an and then book? <sighs> it's got some and then moments. I, it's weird because. Hmm, it's a soft and then. I can't say it's. How an you give, What's a soft it's, and then? Well, because these things make sense. It's not like it's not sharp turns. It's not like, you know, and then is kind of like, and then they're driving, and then there's a mountain, and then they have wings, and the, you know what I mean? Like, But this is almost not... a book like that had a smart, thought-out but it story, changes, changes and then they yeah. added on top of it an and then book, and then they had to figure yeah, out, see, yeah, like, like who's, who's driving this car? Like, we don't know, and then, you just turn, but like, no, stay on the espionage, yeah. but and then, so like... Yeah, who's got the wheel? I'm gonna give, I'm just gonna give it. A, I'm, I'm gonna give it a whoosh. I'm gonna right. give it a whoosh. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a boo. I'm gonna give it a boo. <laughs> just to mess with you, the character's name is Warblade. Why don't I remember that? It's so generic. Maybe that's why I forgot it. Because I was I like, mean, that's, that, there's no way it's something that lame. That's a good name. What do you mean, Warblade? For one person, nah. that's like that's a good name for like a weapon. Listen, DC and Marvel had been around for what a hundred years yeah, at that point, and and nobody had named them Warblade. So yeah, I mean, no. Grifter's a good name. Grifter's a really good name. Voodoo Warblade is not a good name. Zealot, Majestic, Majestic's not a good name. Hellspot. This this is my first whoosh boom. <laughs> Edit yeah, that. Boom. Yeah, it's a it's, boom. It's boom. It's an interesting read. Um, I, I, I wholeheartedly believe it gets better after the first arc. But you just that's have to, the thing. See, that's just that's why win. I don't want. That's why I'm trying not to be too hard on it because, like, I know I'm gonna read the second half and be like, because I remember. Uh, well, remember are you gonna Batman keep reading? I, you asked if I was gonna keep reading. Are you gonna I'm probably gonna keep reading all, all right. these. I'll be honest. With you. I'll so I'll take your whoosh and you take my boom. That way, it okay. centers out. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, 
Because remember Batman R.I.P.? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. On its own, it's terrible. If you read, cause, because it doesn't make sense. If you read the stuff that leads into it, it was like my favorite book of, of the nine that we did. I was like, okay, the book's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I, I read it I read it twice, right? I read it once without the context. I was like, what? Then I read it with the context. It's like, ah. Oh. So. Question. That matters. Is Holden a better detective than Batman? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think so. You're not and wrong. And they're in the same universe, yep. so that, that's personal. It's fair. We bring it up. He's been undercover. Look, he's wormed his way up to Prodigal. Yeah. Come on. Come on. I don't, see, I don't see Bruce doing that. I mean, he would have just crashed through the penthouse as Batman and yeah. be like, Where is she? Where is she? Yeah. Where is she? Yeah. And then somebody else, would he would have like accidentally... Uh, stumbled across a clue or something. <laughs> oh, there it is. Huh. Or Alfred does all the work. Either way. Yeah, Alfred does all the work. <laughs> actually, doing, like, actually master, master Wade, this is what it's... I was like, oh, okay, I'll take that. Go go build me another duct in the, the cave. Smart old fuck. This is an arc analysis. This is an arc analysis. This is arc, arc analysis. Analysis. <laughs> analysis that we just said. Are we doing well? This analysis, I right? It's the plural of <laughs> the plural of analysis. Analysis. We we carry on on our six pack. Our dynam our dynamic our, d- 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 our dynamic duo six pack. Brubaker and Phillips back at it again. Because they're really good and they know each other. At this point, we found another property. Yeah. Found it. This is uh, from 2006. This is actually, this is a, here's what, uh, it's Icon. It's an Icon print, but this was, Icon is, is Marvel. That was like their vertigo back in the day, right? Okay. So I was like, oh man, I remember, I remember this, like, with Marvel. I don't want to actually. I don't want to say that. That's bad. Well, you're gonna say <laughs> like when Marvel gave a shows, shit. Like the shows have tainted me. I'm just well, like, oh, Marvel sucks now. It's like it's not. It's not true. It's, it's kind of when they gave a shit though. Like they had this indie yeah. property where they're like, cool, give this a try. Like it's not gonna interfere with our imprint, but we still want to have sort of yeah. a connection to the smaller and kind of contained and, I guess, more adult themed uh, yeah. issues, which is amazing, right? It's the it's the star channel for the Disney Plus. Yeah, <laughs> subscribe. Exactly. That's very well said. That's you, did I, you get yet? Did you get Disney Plus yet? I have not, but uh, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of She Hulk. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Season not one the time, not the time, not the we, place. Are we gonna get there? Okay, we'll get there. Disney's got some good stuff on there. Uh, I'm not gonna say She Hulk's. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna uh, label us. Stop it. Um, yeah, yeah, no. Ashy and Incel. Incel and Ashy back together again <laughs> from the basement. That's a work. That's a new show. AI, not baby. Not dinking. Not AI. No, no more dinking. We got we the AI. Just when we want to gripe on shit, right? Yeah, and we're only on women. Yeah, and uh. And uh, anything that's not like white and straight. Oh yeah, yeah, the right, the woke movement. Fuck yeah, it. it's gotta. Yeah, I hate that. Anyway, um... <laughs> remember when it was cool 
don't even yeah. know if you remember. Remember when it was? It was watch us. It's just funny the way it's used when it was where it came from versus how it's used now. It's like okay. We should, we should talk about rap music. It's getting its own <laughs> set of wokeness to it. You see that though. You see who's we. Did I send you the period eh? Period eh? Period eh? Period eh? No. Did I send you? Oh, no. We hit the bubble. <laughs> Great. Great. Period eh? Period eh? Period eh? Period eh? Okay, I don't know what that is. You have to show me it. But, but we're talking about... <laughs> let's get back on just... Here's the thing. We, only, we get off track on the stuff we don't like. But this one we both liked. Eh. I liked it. I don't care about you. <laughs> I don't care about you. I'm just trying to get this train rolling again. That's all. <laughs> you could tell when we haven't talked in a while, and also when it's like super late and we, we both yeah. uh, are out of sleep. Uh, Criminal, volume one, it's called Coward. Uh, it explains why it's called Coward. Yeah. But it's a man, uh, just a quick one, it's a man with a criminal past and a very strict set of rules is enlisted for a job, a heist, by a few crooked cops. Right there, I was like, I'm in. Yep. <laughs> That's yep. it. I'm in. Oh, like I said, you saw my note, my first note. I'm like, it just had to be a heist comic. <laughs> just had to be a heist comic. You're done. You're so over. So, so that I was like, as long as this is like half decent, I'm in. And it's more, it's better than decent. So, and it's, and it's like a Reservoir Dogs. It's like a heist book that doesn't really show the heist. It kind of shows yep. the fallout and like the aftermath and then the consequences. And it does it really, really well. Like it's very, yeah. he enters a web that he wasn't expecting to enter, and he didn't even reluctantly too. They had to like force him in there. Yeah. And what I like, what I like about the heist, the the whole thing too, the job, which is actually only like, like it's the crux of the whole comic, but it's only really one issue. Like I think issue two is when the the heist show, actually takes yeah, place. Yeah, they show what it is. Yeah. Yeah, but I like how they break it all down. Like, and he's Leo, the main character, is like he's done it so many times. He's very careful. He's like, oh, this is this this is gonna work like this, and we've got this guy over here, and we got this position over here, and I always have a backup plan, and this, and it's kind of like it's really really cool, man. I'm like, and they, they, they show them, they, they show write the... this out right. Like, apparently, it took him like a year to do this, so it makes sense too, because I, I like how they show the consequences of his rules not working for him, and the reason yeah. why he does left, right, up, down, like because it's just been bad. So it's like almost has that groundhog effect of like I've lived this same life so many times that. Now I know how to do it perfectly. And even in his perfect run, man, shit still goes sideways. So And he still still things like that don't like he, he expects something to happen at the excuse me, at let's say hour three, but then it happens an hour two. He's like, oh shit. But then he has a contingency for that. Right. Not necessarily a clean one, but it you know, it it works. That's why they call him a coward so many times in this book, is because He's not really a coward. He's just incredibly careful. Well, he's Smart. running a lot of time. Though. Like he's not yeah. sticking around for you. Like I think and he doesn't want. He doesn't want. There's the one line too in the comic when he says, uh, "He says to another character, um, the the state pen is full of people who cared about other people's lives just a little less than their own." Whereas, like he's his whole rule is like, "Don't bring guns. I don't want to shoot anybody." Because he starts as soon as you kill somebody, especially a cop, that's it. They're not going to stop looking for you. If you get through and you kind of don't hurt anybody, they're a little less aggressive about it, right? But 
But you would think his cowardness or his cautiousness would make him care less about people around him, and that's, I think, the opposite. Like, he ends up having mm-hmm. all of these kind of ball and chains to pull him down and, like, uh, I didn't want to say contingencies, but, like, uh, not obstacles either. Just, like, people who are, I wish I had the word, um, just in their own problems that, like, are forced to fall into his lap. And, like, he's trying to navigate that. Like, he's still trying to be, like, a good, quote-unquote, son. Like, there's this whole kind of father-son mm-hmm. relationship. But it's impossible, like, given the constraints and, like, him trying to juggle that based on, like, his life. Like, he's such a, a dude or a character that would love to be untethered from his world. Like, that's how you feel like he would be the most successful. But, man. Uh-uh. And, uh, pussy gonna get him killed, No. That's I was thinking the same thing. Because he's not the only character. There's Leo, who's the main character. There's Greta, who's kind of his partner in crime, I guess. Well, luckily too, that like she's yeah, not a bitch, but she's like, why am I doing this? And then she's like, all right, I'm doing this. And she's like, why am I here? And then she's like, she's here. She's like, yeah, they just just say that she owes him or he owes her, right? Or some of those lines. Can't, they don't really tell you why exactly. There's Which works to in... an effect too, right? Like I appreciate that there's uh, a subtlety to stuff. Like they don't give everyone's yeah. full story. They just don't just need give to. enough to be. Yeah. Just make it clear that this person owes that person, and we can keep moving, right? Uh, there's Donnie, who's the epileptic on his team. Oh, has seizures whenever, <laughs> whenever they need distraction. Which is, I was like, this guy is. Kind of funny. Where are they going to go with it? Oh, that's where they're going to go that's with it. That's exactly okay. where you have to go with that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's Seymour and Jeff with the crooked cops. That uh... it's interesting too because they kind of they they make Jeff starts out as kind of a backup character, but then they shift and he's like the main kind of yeah to the I was like that was a kind of cool shift because Seymour just basically like you said like they don't fill in all the blanks, but he knows Leo from the past yeah way back a lot of characters are a phone call away from like trouble and they really show like once they pick up the call and you see who's on the other line you're like oh like that's kind of the shit just got real um and then uh did you introduce what's the uncle that keeps calling him tommy which ivan ivan who i I liked i liked him too actually he was he and you knew he was gonna he was gonna screw some stuff up you just because yep He's, he's like a, he's got Alzheimer's, but he he's not completely gone. He's just a little. Yeah. But he's, he, little, he's a bit of, But he calls Leo his dad, Tommy. So like yeah. Leo has this even stronger connection to him because he feels closer to him because of his father. So like he's trying to yep. make up for kind of past sins or sins of the father. And I I, I think we're both trying not to spoil this book because it's really good. I'm trying not to. Uh, it's hard not to because there's a lot of details I want to talk about. But uh, yeah, Ivan is Tommy. So Leo's dad is named Tommy, and Ivan was his old partner. And they used to do all. Then they taught they, together. They taught Leo from like eight years old how to like right. pickpockets and stuff like that. So, <laughs> and there's like a cool flashback scene too when they're going through that Ivan thing. Yeah, where you can kind of just see like it's it's kind of an endearing relationship, but they're just treat. Teaching him all the wrong things, so like there's yeah. no ch- there's no chance for this kid. Like he's just. But at the same time, that's that's why he's so good at what he does because he's been doing this since he's since he's since he was eight, and he can yeah. he knows all, like remember he's on the payphone and Ivan's next to him, and he yeah. can watch Ivan. He just pickpockets his old lady. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, all right, I got this, bro. What are you keep, doing, man? Just keep it moving. Yeah, 
Um, there's Gnarly, who's my favorite character, but he's not in it all that much. He was the barkeep. Who's always reading the comic comic strip, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the comic strip that I has some sort of connection to the story. I, I couldn't quite figure it out, but kind of like a Dick Tracy type thing. Like he's looking for yeah. a dame. Frank Kafka, Kafka, private eye. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not smart enough to make that connection just yet, but I'm sure there's some... Uh... There is. I had to go to the internet to be asking what's about Did you? this. And there's, yeah. there's certain fan pages just talking about how much uh, they love this comic book. Um, right. But it's 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 one of those like uh, Watchmen things where it's like a story within a story. Alamore. Yeah, Alamore. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool. Like either it's a nod or it's just like, hey, let, let me just figure out some stuff over here. Or does it keep going? Like a little bit of foreshadowing. We only the first arc. The first yeah. arc, which is like five issues. Does it keep going past that? Yeah, it keeps popping up. Oh, okay. So that's that's, that's a really cool thing because I like as I say, it only, we saw it twice. Once? No, twice. I was gonna say twice. once per issue, but I think we only saw it like two or three times in total. Yeah, there's not a lot of them. And no. then so like, like they, they don't really like they make less and less sense as you read further. Yes. which is kind of cool. So like I try to be like, what's going on here? And uh, yeah, couldn't find answers. But <laughs> no. fair enough. That's fine. Well, I, I'm gonna keep reading this, but so. I um, read all these books. I'm like, I'm gonna read all these books. I don't know when I'm gonna read them all. But. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm really interested to like how you're gonna rank these bad boys because there's a thin line between Love yes. and Brubaker. Um, the art again, uh, very strong in that uh, it's a lot of close-ups on faces. You get a lot of anguish and pain and like emotion. Um, like it's clean line work. Uh, but I really like the backgrounds too, right? Like there's always, yeah. each character always has like a shadow, either it's like a hard shadow or like a soft shadow. So like either they're like falling into like complete black and they completely disappear or it's just enough to know like, all right, you don't need a full thing on it. But every character has their own kind of darkness, right? In, in a noir mm-hmm. story, it kind of serves as that purpose. Um, and then there's there's not a lot of, they don't play around either, right? Like you're not looking for the backgrounds for extra details and stuff. Some issues are just all purple because that's the, the time of night or all orange because it's time of day. They really just want to kind of get you to the next panel and uh, bubble. But again, it's Brubaker's words, right? So that's why the emotions in the face are really stressed in these type of stories because there's so much going on and you really got to get a feel for like, oh, I'm scared or I'm fucked up or like, that was a weird call. Like I should, like I had to make this call now, and shit's about to get really fucked up. Um, but again, I really love the, the use of shadows. Shadows is like yeah, and he's really good at uh, making creating different voices too. The way like not the yeah. character, none of the characters sound the same. Sounds they same. all sound very distinct. Like they could speak off frame, and you'd be like, oh, that's probably this guy because they all sound very different. I appreciate that. Especially the cops too, right? You would expect them to kind of start fusing together, but they all kind of have their own motivations yeah. and trying to solve things for their own reasons. And then you find out what those reasons are. Um, it makes sense for Leo to be like the most distinct voice, but everyone else has like a, their own shade of gray mm-hmm. that they kind of slip into. So yeah, uh, none, none of these none of these people, Leo included, are very good people. Like nobody, very, nobody's very... good people. Uh, the nurse is a good person. Um, That's right. Yeah, she's the one who's in it for uh, half an issue. <laughs> <laughs> There's this lady in issue four. I can't remember her name. Uh, when he's at the diner, she's kind of a, like a good character. Oh, uh, yeah. His childhood friend who went the opposite way, which is really cool because yes. 
their 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 fathers ran together back in the day, and it's almost Leo. I don't know if Leo chose, but Leo went the life of crime, and she went the life of not crime, the law. Yes, Jen. But they can. But what's her name? Jen. Jen, right? But they could speak openly to each other, and she wasn't like because she was like she was internal affairs, so she's not really after this sort of stuff. She's after crooked cops, right? Uh, so he he could be like, yeah, there's a you know the job that I pulled with these guys. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> basically, right, so just do a narc like just like that too. Yeah, um, I li- and but I she, like their but she's too. like, but she, yeah, she doesn't but she doesn't bring that to her superiors though, right? She's kind of like, all right, well, we want the big fish, really. So, well, like even their first saying, even their first interaction, he says, genuine Jen, long time, and he said, and she says, Leopold, the man of the hour, late as usual, right? So like they even kind of understand who they are, even though it's been so long. And then mm-hmm. it kind of goes into the, like this fun back and forth of just like, so what are you doing? It's like, what are you actually doing? It's like, oh, you know, right? So we can't, again, back to our original point, not everyone has a shade of gray, but even those that are the most pure, like have to play dirty in order to kind of survive in this world. I'd like to know more about Jen though, like, because internal affairs, that's an interesting position to be in. I'd like to know how she cut her teeth and that stuff. I guess maybe we'll find it. Because the criminal's still going on today, today I believe. Yeah. It'd be amazing if she's building a Rico case against somebody and like Yeah. She just So this this is still a but it, it the way they carry it on is they'll do one arc. This is cowards. So they do the one arc. I think this is this run is like twelve issues, I believe. Mm-hmm. Ten or twelve issues. And they stop and they do some other stuff and then they come back to it later on. It's called it's a different name. So it's so not whole an bunch of these. anthology. Uh, anthology. It is. I don't know. I, I think it's. I, I think it is an anthology, but I don't know if it's. I don't know, because it's the first time I've read this, and I'd like. I didn't really do much research. Shame on me. Uh, about the other titles, but well, shame on you, listener. You should be doing more research on this because you love it so much. Um, it kind of reminded yeah. me of Fargo. I don't know if you've ever watched the series. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I have. Just a, a contained story. Gets really dark. You get really trapped up, and you're like, "Oh shit, is this gonna get wrapped up?" Probably not. For the hero, or whoever they say. What, what do you think? What do you think the villain's name? <laughs> that was the one thing I didn't like. Roy, Roy LT, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of Royale. T. Yeah, just Royale. Royale, Royale T, right? Royale T. That's again. That's why I think kind of did, did that guy... Phillips, Me or you? Me or you? Go ahead. Go ahead. That's why I kind of think uh, Brewbreaker is giving a couple nods to Quentin Tarantino. I think like this kind of plays out for me. Like uh, Reservoir Dogs, but I think he drops in characters like in Pulp Fiction. So I wouldn't be surprised down the line if there's another sort of nod. But that's maybe me making a stretch because I'm a fan of both. Because that guy, royalty, was giving Michael Clark Duncan. Like that's kind of. Oh, that's right. From which movie? That... Just size and stature? And the, like, like the King Kingpin. Was it Daredevil? Yeah. Just the, I guess just the size and stature, really. But I was like, where's he been a bad guy? I love I didn't it. You see called the Daredevil book. movie the Kingpin because that's pretty much what it was. So yeah. let's, let's follow this guy. It's not. But you, that's the, that's, what he, that's what he was giving me though. I was like, okay, it's, I couldn't. I couldn't stop. I, I don't know if they drew him to look like that, but it was 2006 too. He was what? Type, what year is the Green Mile? Oh, seven? No, before that. Oh, I gotta three. Gotta do homework now. I who? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Are you gonna look it up? <laughs> well, what else are we doing here? Nineteen ninety nine, buddy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was a two thousand movie. I mean, you're not wrong. It's nineteen ninety nine. It's basically two thousand. Wow. We had this argument about other situations. 
on the cusp. Yeah. Also, what was cool about this book is that everybody felt expendable. Like except there was the, no, except for the nurse that? that lost her panties. Like she wasn't expendable. Wow. Why do you keep going back to this character that was in it for like two pages? Because <laughs> she's literally the only one that was like, oh, like she deserved not to die. But there's yeah. so many scenes where like. Even when he meets up with what's his face, and they have that trade off outside the motel, and like he learns how to like pickpocket the knife, and he does the one two, and I was like, oh man, oh like, Delron, Delron, like that was good, but like I was like, Every- you you could have called this book "Everybody Should Die," and I'd be like, All yeah, right. like because you learn early on they'll kill anybody. And it's like okay, this is this is exciting because like even Leo, like I was like, is Leo gonna die? Do you think he should have died in the end? Uh, I still think he will die. In the end of this arc, though, because did you read the the, this? I don't usually do this. Bad for me again. I don't usually read the blurbs at the end of the comics. Oh, the liner notes and stuff like that. Yeah, but this one I did, and they actually said he's going to come back. Like the next issue, issue six, I guess, is about uh, Tracy. Who's we didn't see him in this, but he's the guy. Because you brought up that 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 panel where he's um, having a knife fight with the guy. Right. He actually mentions Tracy. I can't remember his last name. He's like, this is the guy who taught me how to use a knife. So it's going to concentrate on him. And then issue seven, we'll go back to Leo. So he's not, he doesn't die at the end of this. And they say it right there in the issue, which is just not quite a spoiler. But Yeah, for a coward, I think he's, he's got like a better death in him. Um, yeah. This would have been like such an easy out because he's kind of the it, hero by the end of it. Yeah. Did it feel rushed to you, the ending? No, no, like the, again, it kind no. of yeah. it, uh, uh, Reservoir Dogs. It played out like, okay, we're all we got all the people in the one bad spot, all the bad people, like bang, bang, bang. So, 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 uh, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, like that's how it would happen, right? Yeah. Same thing with uh, No Country for Old Men, right? Like you, you have this long, slow pan where you introduce all your characters, and then finally bring them to the one spot, and then snap, snap, snap. So I, I didn't feel cheated. I was just. Happy I knew all of these characters individually that I was like, yeah, like you got your, your just desserts. Oh, I hope you're still alive. Oh, man, like if, if only you did this instead of this, right? Again, this is very hard to explain without <laughs> talking. Who shot Cause I was, who? Because I, I was wondering at the ending too. I was like, I just, like I finished it and I was going, that that surprisingly didn't feel rushed. Usually I'd be like, they really rushed that ending, but it all makes sense. Like you're saying, everybody's in one spot. Let's just go there. Let's get it over with. And then it was like, you know, he handles they handled business. <laughs> like, and, okay. the, and then the, the final panel is just like cop cars and SWAT cars all pulling up. And it's like, yeah. this is perfect for like movie credits, right? Like this is where yeah. like yeah. Lisa Weber is like, yeah, we finally got on. And you just start seeing the slow rises of who What song would you play? What, what song would you play? The the double team song. No, double team. I was just going to say. <laughs> that you didn't want to use. Oh, the, the, one you oh. used, the one that you used <laughs> is amazing. Not start screen. The one that sounds like. The Lethal Weapon song. I was like, yes, that's something. Yeah, some nineties where it has like a saxophone that's just wailing on it, and like, a, yeah, he's <laughs> like, and the partner's like, yeah, man, I was gonna wait. Who did you like? Who did you like most? Oh, you said the nurse. Who did you like least? Uh, I like the, the. I'm just fucking around with the nurse. Uh, I liked what's her name, Greta. Greta, yeah, I like Greta, like that, gnarly too. That scene where they go away to the farm, and like she's like, yeah, and titties. Then, well, <laughs> I'm not saying because of Tim. She's in great shape. She's lovely. I and, but she had that guy and stuff. Like I just like yeah, her. She took a shot, yeah. Like previous issues that we've read from the same duo, like they really understand kind of the conflicted uh, heroine, who yeah. like you can't really trust, but you can't really get away from. And 
you and I have both dated the wrong girl. Not yeah. both dated the same wrong girl, but we're asking, <laughs> an, we're asking our brothers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exclusive for the podcast. Um, there's something about that woman that has the lore that you know she's wrong for you, but you kind of need her. And like they really get a down pat with Greta. Like she's so wrong for Leo, especially based on all of his rules. But he's like, I, I need this favor. So, and like you can see what's going to happen. Before it actually happens, because her past is so checkered, and it's like, oh, don't leave her. There. And then she makes the call, and it's like, man, what are you doing? What are you? Do-? But you know that has to happen, right? That has, has to happen. To. Otherwise, you know, Leo's—he's too um, careful. He's got all his eyes dotted, all his T's crossed. So he, they're not going to find. Like, he's not going to be found out when he's on his own, right? He needs somebody to kind of bring him down. Um, I will give you the cosine now. I see the panel where Royale looks like Michael Clark Duncan, and his yeah. his his bubble says "motherfuck." Me in the ass, you came through. <laughs> yeah, it's just a big grin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you see what I mean? He's like he's like a yeah. big man. W- he got a big strong face. I, was like, I wish they yeah. just made him taller. Like if they made him more kind of menacing and kind of like he's a six seven dude. He's like pretty. maybe like six three, six four in this, but like he's not towering over everybody. I don't think he needs to be, but just for that kind of comparison, I think it went perfect for like casting, right? Yeah, I wonder where they're going to go from. It must be to, no, because Jeff gets his Seymour. Like everybody's, I don't know where they're going to go from there. It's going to be a whole brand new story, which which is interesting too, because everybody in this kind of has a direction where they're going, right? And that's why I kept kind of thinking of like Fargo and Reservoir Dogs, like, all the people that you cared about are gone. So, like, you got to move to the next town or the next caper and, like, the next set of skills. But like, I'd be interested to see where you go from here because it just turns into a clusterfuck and end. And, like, what a clusterfuck. What? What a clusterfuck. That goddamn suitcase. There's that Pulp Fiction. Too. I like that. I like those. Like, it was, like, twist after twist. But it wasn't, like, crazy twist. It was, like, little ones. I was like, oh, this is supposed to be, you know, like, it's diamonds. Uh-oh, it's not. Oh, these guys are supposed to, oh, oh, here they come. It's like. And then you can see the preparation why it would take a year, right? That's not something you yeah. just be like, oh, yeah, and then yeah. this goes here and this goes here. Because you got to plot out the heist and you got to plot out how it goes sideways. And then you got to plot out where you go from there. And then you got to plot out, like, all the double. Cr- it's, it was, it's. Who's smarter yeah, than who? Really it's, it's kind yeah. of a, like, an R-rated Get Shorty. Have you ever seen Get Shorty? Where like the characters are charismatic, but like they're all kind of dirty, and then they just, except for like they're not trying to make a movie, but you you can kind of see Leo's trying to get out. He just doesn't yeah. know how to get out, and he can't. He just, yeah, he doesn't want to do this, right? Like yeah. they kind of force his hand. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> but anyways, we uh, rate these on a not on a. I can't tell. I can't even talk properly. We don't. We rank this on a on a basis of good or bad, which is ba for bad, boom for good, or just whoosh. If we don't know what we just read, yeah, don't know what's going on. This is don't not. Know a don't on. know what's going on. No, this is a this is a boom for me. This, this is a boom. Shoutouts to the blood. I think this is the first time Phillips kind of does that splattered. Beautiful. Did you like that? I I, meant, yeah. I didn't write that down. Like when people were getting yeah. shot, it was like bow bow. It yeah. looked kind of. He I don't does know if it that. Funny, but it looked. It's out of place. But then there's like certain ones where like it's pooling out of people's heads. And yeah. It, it like it. It doesn't look like it belongs, but like it's it's kind of beautiful in it, right? Even though the gun bangs are like jagged, but you get yeah. what he's doing. It's like a, it's like if you took a picture and a snapshot in that moment, this is what it would look like. 
Yeah, because so I noticed that too with the I might, I kinda didn't write that down, but I noticed that with the gunshots. They're just like it's all one shade of red and yeah. it's just it's, it's like you the cutting jagged, out like the crown looking thing. Yeah, like you cutting out a construction paper leaf. Yes, or like and gluing it. Yeah, just put it on. But it works. Because yeah, it everything, works. I, everything else is kind of I wouldn't say more detailed, but more lined and specific to like you can see the agony in their face when they're bleeding out. So like to see these weird just like 2D South Park figures on top of them. It's like it was, it was weird. It was it's like, oh. it was but not in a bad way. I wasn't sure yeah. I liked it at first. I was like, no, that kind of that works actually. It's it kind of yeah. cool because it's just like it, bang bang. It really highlights the those parts of the page. Just I was gonna say it, it, it's jarring enough just to pull you out to be like, oh no, this is serious. Like my my mind's not just gonna sweep past this. And then he does amazing stuff with like watercolor when like like the last four pages of just like Leo and like Leo up against the yeah the wall and shit and just like all what they chose to do and with the color palette and stuff like that. It's really cool. So I can see how you would say yeah, this guy's dead, but I don't, I don't think he's dead. I thought he was, but no, they say they say in the blur he's not. But Man, that, like he's uh, gonna, he's going to come back in issue seven or whatever. But. I ju- I just went off the, the his last line is just my luck, right? So like I would just be like, oh, cops pull up, just my luck. Like he's not going to die. He's not going to get out like a coward way out. No, like he's still he's going to get processed and like because he's not really on. is he a coward? I don't know. Like he said, he does a lot of running. I wouldn't say he's, he's just incredibly careful and he has that that set of rules that he does not break. Like I don't work with junkies. I don't. Um, he broke almost all of his rules though. Yeah, he eventually does. He he didn't line them out. He he just kind of said them as they come along. Right. It's like, no, I don't use guns. You know, I don't work with junkies. No new faces, and then they they all like all this shit happened, right? And it's <laughs> like immediately, oh. it's like oh what? yeah. Um, I don't think he's. I I no, I take it back. I I do think he's a coward because I think he's running from his life to some extent. He doesn't know how his to life, face. Yeah, that makes sense. He he doesn't know how to face what he set up for himself. So like his karma is kind of hitting him back hard, like super sense, hard, yeah. especially with the Ivan shit. Like that shit hit like a ton of bricks and I didn't really see it happening, unfolding the way it did. So when it no. did, I was like, all right, you guys got me. Like I'm in. Cause I wasn't expecting to care about those characters, especially in that light. I, was really I didn't think he was going to like, I f- figured he would find it, but I didn't think it was going to go like that. And then the whole you thing about mean? like, she, he was trying to hide it, I guess, from Greta, but like, Ivan knows Ivan all this, knows the house, all the, yeah. all the secrets. I was like, yes, like those are the little touch tones. Right? And he, his, he, even, he, even him, he's like, ah, and they think I'm losing it. Yeah, he's like, ah, <laughs> I got it. He's like, oh, and he's so happy. <laughs> he fights. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. It's really layered. Uh, characters are really good. Um, progression makes sense. There's never a moment where I'm just like, ah, this wouldn't happen. I'm just like, no, this, this, this could totally happen. It's paced really well, and it, you get caught up, right? So it's a it's a easy boom, boom. easy boom. Yeah, the, this is gonna be one of our hardest rankings when we get. Oh to yeah, it. I can't wait. Pow. <laughs> Your eyes darting all over the screen. <laughs> Can you see those? Yeah, as you're clearly like tired. Oh, I guess because you. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, at. I'm you're... looking around. I'm looking at the tabs and stuff. As you're clearly the fade out. As you're... The fade out. As you're clearly tired. Fade in. Image August August 2014. This is the what the third bottle cap we do or the third of our six pack. Yeah, we bring back six packs. 
six pack. We told you this during Killer Be Killed. We told you this was Sleeper. Now we're here again. We're telling you that we don't only do six packs with movies. Although those are coming. No, we do it with. Yeah. We can do more of those. But, you know, comic book podcast. First and foremost, Brew Breaker and Phillips. These guys. These guys. Dynamic duos. These guys are at it again. One of the best teams in comics. Ah. We should. That would be a, that, that would be a fun. We, we're going to do that for like episode like 100. Best teams in comics. But do I mean. But yeah. Do you mean comic book teams? teams? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Duos. Do I duos. Mean, do I mean duos? Like writing teams? Or do I mean character teams? Or do you mean. Who's to say? Or do you mean those that can handle the dual jobs of writing and drawing? Oh, you. You know, you, you know how we feel about that. That's hard. It's a hard fucking job. Yeah, but that's that's hard to pull off. But too. when done, chef's kiss, mama. Raekwon in the house. Chef's kiss. Raekwon the chef. I'm surprised he doesn't have a song called Chef's Kiss. Him and Jada Kiss need a song together called Chef's Kiss. Wow, you just that would be <laughs> just blow be, blow it out the amazing. water. It would be. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Watch out for our yeah, mixtape. Watch out for a Comic Patrol mixtape. We do, we drop in the. Are you gonna be kissed? Are you gonna be right? I'm gonna be kissed. Get out of here. You're out like. Ah! Yeah, of course. There's no, there's no other way. The maybe the I most know. underrated group in hip hop, the Locks. The Locks. Yes. The Warlocks. Yeah. I don't. Compared to Wu Tang, Wu Tang's overrated at this point. Wu Tang, Wu Tang's insane. No, I was gonna say Wu Tang. I was trying to think of like slum villas, but they've had so much rotation that. I mean, you can go to like De La Soul and stuff like that, but people like take yeah. the locks for granted. They forget like how they built Bad Boy, they how, and they've and how they went separately and, and then came back. And the one, the one group that's managed to stay together. Yes, they built Rough Riders. Every other, every other group has fallen apart or had issues. And, every single until one. a reunion tour, until money came on. But Warlocks, yeah, like, but it's different though. Yeah, well, it's like, no, we got this. And, like, made the game better because all of them got juice bars and shit like that, right? Like, and these these are Yonkers cats, right? DMX Yonkers. These guys aren't, they're not one of the five boroughs. They're like their own. See, like, this turning into something else. And this is, yeah, this isn't, we're not not even talking about comics because I was, I was going to go, like, you think that's funny. Well, remember, I used to think Black, that was the most underrated rapper, but not anymore. No, he's, I think he's, he's he's ridiculous in his. He's come, no, but he was, he's been underrated forever, but now he's starting to get more features and he's putting up those those uh, stream of thoughts or whatever. Those are what crushing. They are Yonkers. They brought him back. I think the most underrated now is most deaf, personally, but, you know. He's not even most deaf anymore. He's Yazim Bleef. Or... That's right, yeah. Yazim Bleef. Yep. Listen, and this is this is the first time it's against the rule. When Coke and Dank are, talk about something that they don't, like, that's not comic-based, usually it's like, oh, they didn't enjoy what they're supposed to read. But like, we're, we're on a tangent. Wait, but it's it's but it's this fall. tangent, this tangent, this tangent falls, came, falls about came off of this tangent came off of a chef's kiss comment. So I mean, <laughs> we wouldn't be saying chef's kiss in a in a in a for a book that we didn't like. This one's great. Man, twenty four hours to great. live. Oh, okay, like I'm on their Wikipedia page, just going off on how crazy the warlocks are. Most underrated. Yeah, don't worry about that. And one of the best verses. If you if you need if you got three hours to spare. 
You just want to see. Why'd you go back to there? Why'd you go back to Because I'm still looking at the page, man. I was just getting back on track. You know what? I'm just going to start. We're just going to talk about hip hop for like. All right, that's fine. Then, like, first of all, you just (laughs) clip the intro and we just turn this into our hip hop set and then put this aside. But I don't even know if any of this will make the final cut. Nah, I probably will. You think? Depends, it depends on what time I it depends what time I edit. I don't know. <laughs> if it's early in the morning, I'll cut it out. If it's like late, I'm just like, ah, we sound <laughs> like like clip this, but save it because we could easily go back to this. You, you said all the time. I've got so many clips that we've saved that I've never even have you. Even so we could do a best of episode yeah. at any point. Is what you're telling me, which is amazing. Right, I'll give you the clips. I'll give you the sure. clips. You can compile. Give it. it. I'm gonna patch like it together. Cat can dash. She's telling you about her sandwich. You know? <laughs> That's been there. That's in there. <laughs> she had a hair in her sandwich. <laughs> That's so good. No, I'll do that. Yeah, we do, we're due for our best of. That's going to be for number 68. Episode 68. All right, here's the real one. We're back. Six pack. And you thought we only did six packs for movies. That's not the case. As you've been seeing, we're back again. Dot rom, bitch. With this amazing duo. Some might even say dynamic. We got Brubaker and Phillips with the third now comic uh, run that they're doing, The Fade Out. Well, the third one we're doing, yeah. This is kind of like in the middle. This one came out in 2014. Um, I was going to be like written by, drawn, because I'm so used to that, but we've already covered that. Tell them. Give them, this... give them, give them full government names. They ain't mad. They want to hear you. Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips. <laughs> You can say it every time. This takes place in, I believe it's 1948. You say 40s. 42 or 48. It's somewhere in the 40s, yeah. Old Hollywood. Because I was, yeah, old Hollywood. It's it's got a real style to it. Mm-hmm. Like the other, the other, the other ones we've read so far, like Killer Be Killer, Killer Be Killer was great, and. Sleeper was okay, but this one's like has the most style to it. I find it's like it's got texture. It's got yeah, it's, got it's very for yeah. Less characters in the last one too, so it's easier to follow. Um, like you were saying before we went on, I'm going to steal your line here, but you said you liked every character mm-hmm. for a different reason, or you found every character interesting, yes. and that's so true because it's like even the ones that are are smarmy, you're like yeah, but this guy's. He's interesting though. One of the dude drops a spook, and I'm still like, I still cheering for Brodsky in certain situations, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, because he because he's he's either the same thing, but he's just he knows who he like racist to everything. He's just he's just yeah. that's his that, thing. He's just super, and that's super his style. Prejudiced. Like that's the dude from yeah. the time. Like you would call that guy <laughs> to be the muscle for old Hollywood. And when he's using a slapjack to like knock out dudes, I'm just like, yeah, that's how Brodsky would probably yeah. run it, right? Actually, that line is what prompted me to be like, "What year is this?" <laughs> I was like, "Because I'm like, I'm not quite sure." And that's like the forties. Like, oh, okay, yeah. that's why. He, okay, that's why he's just going off with these like, <laughs> on everything. Yeah, it was just yeah, equal, yeah, like yeah. If if there's anyone that's not white, and even if they're white, they're they're getting kind of a slur for him too. Yeah, but you like, but like you said, you kind of you like his character because he's he serves a purpose and it's it's believable, and he's not like belligerent about things like that he's just kind of like he's that's the way he is right um he's of the time and i think everyone he's of the time fits the time that they're in like even gil i'm trying to think like it, gil's just a, yeah. a reckless drunk and you kind of understand why 
and they're setting they're setting things up. So even even in the first, so basically the, the idea here is that there's a writer Charlie, who's who he's a he's a screenwriter or screenwriter, yep. right? yeah. And he witnesses he, in the first issue he finds a dead with the actress, the main actress in in his picture in the picture he's writing for, she's dead, finds her dead, and he doesn't say anything about it. And now he he's kind of getting dragged into a not dragged into but he's kind of um, realizing how. I'm trying to say this without spoiling too much because this is a, it's very interesting to unfold, but it's how shady Hollywood kind of is mm-hmm. about things that they don't want the general public to know about. Yeah, he does that make sense? Is that yeah? I, I would say he's very much uh, now aware of how much he's just a cog in a giant machine. Yeah. Yeah. And the machine is hot. Yeah, exactly. And the machine never really stops. So you get to kind this of peel like, back different layers of at which level, how they deal with this, how they interact with this, and then like the process, because the quote unquote resolution is just really the Hollywood story, right? So yeah. this this is going to be a hard one to talk film. about. I was ready to give spoilers because I just enjoyed it. Like we were both talking, just like we really like this. We really dug into it. It is. It is. Th- this is the first four issues, so it's only the first arc. So we technically we could spoil that, and the story still wouldn't be fully spoiled. But there's a lot of good stuff here, and a lot of revelations. Like, yes, Charlie um, is now part, unwillingly part of this con, I guess, conspiracy or this cover up. But then he has secrets of his own. Yeah, and you keep wanting like he's got a really drunk friend or <laughs> an alcohol loving friend, Gil. <laughs> And you're kind of like, why is he? Why does he keep dragging this guy? Well, you realize you, you kind of learn why those two are so intertwined too. Yeah. And there's and then history back there. So that turns into a triangle because Gil's wife Melba has sort of a connection with Charlie, and you can kind yeah, of see things unfolding. Too. It's 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 very much a Hollywood story based on any type of Hollywood old Hollywood movie you see because no matter as far out as you think the characters are, they're always intertwined, and there's always a reason to pull them back in. And it's the pictures, it's the movie, it's the stars, it's the it's the lights, right? Yeah. So it's showtime, baby. Yeah, it's it's very get out there, honey. It's very much looking behind the curtain of the glitz and glam, and it just works. It works, and it's not pretty. And yet, it's a very it's not pretty at all. Pretty book. Like we'll go, yeah. uh, we'll go into the structure because I was talking about this. Like in comparison to Sleeper, where the paneling was kind of all over the place and it was trying to be dynamic. And move the reader through, but ended up turning confusing. This book is one of the most straightforward panels, right? Like you're not getting mm-hmm. ridiculous one pages. There, it's always like nine to like six to like twelve panels within a page. It's very linear. It's very uh, moves across. It's a very clean book. We were saying that before. Um, and that's on the strength of the writing. The writing is so strong that you don't really need the, the gimmick of trying to break the borders or give you something extra for your eye. You're already following along with the words. And then I really appreciate the kind of the color palette because it flows between darks and lights. And everyone's always cast in shadow. And it kind of makes sense based on kind of the Hollywood story. Nobody's really a bright light until they're kind of gone or on the screen. And you have all of these cool colors to represent night, but there's always a splash of color for somebody that's walking into that. Or there's there's certain scenes of rage where 
you know, there's there's rough scenes in here, right? Like when dudes are like beating up on ladies, and you you kind of see yeah. the blood red behind them, and just kind of what you think their mind is going through. So like a real smart choice with the color palette, and I really enjoyed how simple the paneling was because that really helped kind of bring the reader along and keep reading. And again, I'll make a mention too. I really enjoyed the legend in in each book after you read the cover page you get kind of a, a splash page of each character, like a character screen of each character that's going to be in this specific book and kind of just their one-offs, right? Like they talk about Valeria Summers, dead movie starlet. Like that's it. And it's just a black and white picture. Mm-hmm. But you know, you, you you get to see her face and know that she's coming, right? Charlie Parrish is a screenwriter who stumbled into a murder and a cover-up, right? Gil Mason, blacklisted writer, Charlie's best friend. It's not a lot, but it's just enough to remind you that you're going to see these characters and then reaffirm that when you're going through the issues. So it's those light touches that like really makes this book clean. Yeah. And I, and to the point of the colors too, I, I'm scrolling or I'm flipping through it right now. And it's kind of, it's, there's never too many colors at once. It's always a little like when they're in, when they're at this guy's house, it's more brown and blue. When they're over here, it's more blue and purple. And then, so it's never all, like all these colors at once, right, which is really cool. on the studio so lot, it's like browns and greens, right? Like it's, it's yeah, it's very yeah. subdued. Because again, I think I think the writing is that strong. You don't really have to oversaturate or oversell. No, something that's no where you understand like. Brubaker really understands each character in this dynamic and what they would do in this kind of scene, right? Like even that, all that Invisible Man stuff, I really enjoyed, and that's yeah. that's like kind of like yeah. an after effect. Yeah, and yeah, it makes you it makes you wonder like how long did he stand? Did 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 he did he plot all this out? Because you don't just come up with this stuff; you have to write all this thing out. Like this guy has this, and every character is super interesting. Especially there's one character that kind of is not in it that much, but he's in it at the end. That's this guy named Stevie. Ah, it's only in it for a bit, but I found him super interesting because he's kind of he was like this guy who kind of knew knows all these secrets. Like he's because he kind of deals. He has a shady, a bit of a shady business, right? But remember when they meet? It was a Charlie and um, uh, the actor kind of go in there and they meet him, and they're just talking about Charlie. He's talking about oh, Charlie's Earl. business. Yeah. yeah. Charlie and Earl. Earl yeah. yeah, he's just talking. And Charlie's like, man, I don't want everybody to know about my, you know, my, like, yo, shut up, man. Yeah. It's like, don't worry. Stevie, like, don't worry. You can say anything. Stevie's just kind of like, oh, yeah, whatever. So it's like, that guy's, that guy's cool. Cause that, to me, that tells me he knows a little bit about everything. But like, people lose, just, but he doesn't, but he's, but he's got this little business that's off the beaten path. And so he knows all this stuff. And I always find characters like that interesting, the ones that just listen. And even by design, right? Like, because Stevie's a photographer to the stars, right? So he's kind of like the paparazzi Mm -hmm. before paparazzi. So he was just kind of watching everyone before they were watching. I thought you were going to say Flapjack because I I enjoyed Flapjack. Flapjack was really cool too. Yeah, I liked him too. But I only enjoyed him for like two reasons. One, one, like he's when he goes to the funeral, like he has these like kind of depth lines that just like that's oh you're that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. But I appreciate it. But when he's getting beat up at the party and they're just like, oh, that's Flapjack. He was probably like. Uh, fucking some dude's wife or like Dang, both of them. Wife. I was like, yes, <laughs> right. But but he's getting wailed on, right? So <laughs> yeah. I kind of appreciated like that's probably what would happen back then, right? Like I think that's yeah. true to form. Um, yeah. But that again, that's the strength of Brubaker to understand each of these characters in this story, right? Even Maya Silver, right? The next, she's interesting. This, he, she, yeah, because she replaces 
she comes in to to fill in the the vacant role left by uh, the, the dead actress, right? So you're kind of like, oh, she's just a fit in. But then they give her a whole backstory mm-hmm. and a whole person, and you're like, oh man, she's interesting too. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard not to like want to follow anyone's story in this kind of, especially ones sure. that you start out not liking. Like at the beginning. Uh, Vic Thursby, the producer. Oh yeah, he's all like, a dick. I was like, this guy's just a one note. Like, okay, and he is. He's easy to hate, but and, but then they but then back. they give yeah. him a back. And it's like, oh, and I'm like, man, he. So he built the, and then you kind of respect him because he built all this this um, film company stuff from nothing, the ground yeah. from nothing, and even though he walks around like whatever, 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 he has high standards for a lot of things. Um. And you kind of learn that through, but he just doesn't, he just doesn't talk that much anymore. He just kind of like sticks to himself. <laughs> the time when he visits the, they, they visit, um, he visits Maya through the, the, the closet. Oh, in the change room scene. Yeah. yeah. That's like a little, and uh, she's like, okay. And he's like, well, well what are you, what are you doing? Right. And, and that's such a weird parallel because like Valeria, yeah. when they're doing the same sort of thing, like that whole exchange is com- played completely different than the way yeah. Maya handles it or Maya handles it. Yeah. And that's just kind of like the turnover rate of just like this. And they talk about it too. They talk about kind of like at this time, like these actors could get away with essentially murder, but they were just having, they're just having women just show up. And like, there's a, there's a couple scenes where like, there's a dude just rolling around on girls and like drinking. It's just talking yeah. about the life of excess. Right. Um, <laughs> I even thought like Dottie, who I thought was going to be a throwaway character, who's the publicist. Yeah, by the great. by, the fourth issue, you find out like what she's been kind of going through and all this stuff. So through and through, like Brewbreaker really spends time kind of underdeveloping, if only to like give you the full story towards the end, right? And you end up following more stories that you thought, even though it's all circling the same dream. So to your credit, yeah, I think he's been working on this for a long time, right? But honestly. It wouldn't surprise me if this, a lot of this was based on true stories or like, like folklore or like different kind of Hollywood stories from the past and kind of patched it together to work out for this specific story. Because you can you can count like like characters he was kind of holding on to. Yeah, but you can imagine how many people have got off a bus from anywhere USA into Hollywood, fell into like glitz and glam, and then just disappeared. For, yeah. for only another bus to show up and a whole other group of kind of actors, writers. Just just Hollywood to chewing them up and spitting them out, right? So, or not even spitting them out, just chewing them up and swallowing and it's just like they're gone. And I, I mean, yeah. that's how you get the whole name of the book, right? The Fade Out. And it's so, it's so funny. Like, I, like even the background dynamics of um, when they lose Val... And the, the one German director who's a real he's a real prick, <laughs> but he but he has a vision, right? So he's kind of like, and they're like, okay, you got to do reshoots. It's like reshoots, right? When they're we got to reshoot the whole thing, like this is insane. It's like, no, we got to do it because it's you know they're all in like a closed kind of a screener watching, yeah, all the B roll of her and like even the way that's drawn too, right? Like she pops off the screen. Everyone else is in yes. like dark blacks and blues and then you can kind of feel them being like like this was my girl like this is this is the one i wanted and you can see like based on like still photos like still pictures like still mm-hmm. imagery just how much she kind of worked for the story that they're kind of tell and like they changed the thought bubbles to a different font 
right to show you that like this is the movie rolling. And there's even a little crack about um, how one of the producers is like, well, the script sucks. And then Chuck's like, well, you told me to write it this way, right? Like that seems to be yeah. like a recurring sort of like theme of he's into Val and she likes his writing. But even when it's terrible, like he has to like just keep going with it, right? And it's yeah, sort of it's less. That's a cool. That's a cool. Like you're saying, like peeling back layers. That's a cool, like little nod, right? Review. And I think he says it's less about the words on the page. It's more about like what you can bring to it, right? Like if you're if you pop out, if you shine, it doesn't matter what you're saying, right? So, like this book is full of these, like these little old Hollywood nuggets, which is amazing. And I guess boobies. We can say there's a lot of boobies in this. Dude. There's some boob. There's plenty of boobs in this. Especially uh, oh, yeah. what's the, what's the photo? Uh, Stevie. Stevie's got a whole collection. <laughs> yeah, I, he's, he's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I've, oh yeah, this, oh yeah, Charlie's banging this chick. Oh yeah, the yeah. one that I photographed her like last week or whatever. And he's he's straight <laughs> out of old Hollywood too, right? He's got the fedora. He's got the cigar. He's wearing the vest. That's all I like him. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, hey, what are you, you know, you know, he's got a gruff voice. He's probably from like uh, New York or something. Like, yeah, well, yeah. But then his what's cool about that inclusion is some of the pictures in in there lead. It's a plot thread. Yeah. It's like, oh, wait a second, who's? And then we see where that goes. Right, I won't say it here, but it's it's man, it's so it's, it's so well written. It, it's, it's like it sucks you in. Yeah, it does, and I'm like. Okay, it's only four issues. I'm like, I can just keep going. I didn't keep going this time. I know we did uh, for Killer Be Killed. We kept going. No, I, I this time I didn't. I felt I restrained myself. I felt but I'm going to. I felt cheated because it kind of ends on a cliffhanger. Like something big happens. I was like, oh, oh, oh. Like, you know, I go yeah, that's what I mean. The yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big thing. The thought, the thought crossed my mind. I, I was kind of like. Should I just text him and like tell him we should do the whole thing? Like I was like, because I was like, we, I was like, no, it's like we're only doing one volume for everyone, everything else, so we'll just do the one volume. But I was, I was as close to like, well, let's just read the whole. We'll thing. let you know at the end of the six pack which one, because again, when we do six packs, we rank them, and which one kind of fits top spot. We may just do a double, double back and be like, here's how the whole story went, right? Because if you learned anything about Coke and Dank, we obsessively go into characters and runs that we really like. We will spend the painstaking hours to keep recording stuff that we just enjoy yeah. reading. And it's hard pressed to say that we didn't enjoy this. Um, again, another nod to the art, the face, the faces, the like the realist kind of portrayal of these actors. They, they look like real people. Yeah. Like never did I think it was a comic book. Like there's certain angles and shots and, specific characters and i was just like like wow like this i could it actually looks like a picture like this except for all the like the weird colors and stuff and the the color palette they use <laughs> yeah. but it's it, so in a in a finish your thought well right? i was just gonna say like it's it's characters sometimes in a dreamlike state like that's why the colors kind of that's that looked wicked flow, that. yeah like flow flow through and it's almost like, huh, I want to say like it's playing like a memory where like you know it happened, but you don't remember fully how it happened, because you're you're following Chuck Charles through a thing, and he's still trying to replay things as they happen and things unfold. So like, there's always this surreal level, and I think the color palette plays into it, right? Like even though things are happening and when it's dark and dire, like 
everything looks straight on. But like when he goes to the parties, that's all pop colors and it's like unbelievable and surreal. I assume like that's what probably Hollywood was like. Like this was behind closed mm-hmm. doors. Nobody would ever believe any of these stories if they didn't see the pictures or they there themselves. Right. Right. So I really think I really appreciate how the art style really matches what the story is trying to portray. And again, both of those are light touches. Like nothing's too excess in either uh, avenue. So well well done, boys. Well done. In a in a in a book with this meant like a character rich book like this. Mm-hmm. I was gonna ask you who's your favorite, but I don't that's not important. Who's your least favorite character? Because uh, I'm so, I haven't decided mine yet, but I'm it's probably Tyler. I know the cop out answer, yeah, like Tyler, Tyler. Tyler Graves only because he's towards the end, right? Like, right. we don't even get enough time for him in this run, but every other character, even if they had one issue, right? Like, that's why I love Flapjack, he's only in one issue. But they make reference to him in the first issue. Then, when he has prof- he has some profound thoughts, right? And, and like a great like performance, right? Like I I really think they understood, and I, I have to give credit to both Phillips and Brubaker, how this was going to play out. And it kind of plays out like its own little mini movie, right? So you get these stars or like its own little TV show. You get these stars momentarily for just that one scene. And I love the quote. I think it's an IMDb quote that it's like, there's no such thing as small parts or like small roles, right? Like if you got a character that shines, that little role is going to work perfectly for them. So there's all, again, back to Stevie. Stevie's not throughout the entire book, but he has a pivotal moment in his, right? Like yeah. Gil's an asshole through and through. Yeah. That, but, but you feel you feel sorry for him. But like his he, arc is it's interesting. Like, and Melba's saying all, like, and, Mar- and Melba's crying on Charlie, right? So at any moment for me, like I was like forward thinking like, Mubba's ready to jump ship. Because one of the last lines was like, he used to make me laugh every day. And like, that doesn't happen anymore, right? So, like, no. Like, it, to old Hollywood's credit, everybody's duped. <laughs> Whatever they can put yeah. on screen yeah. is how yeah. you're going to be remembered. Everything else, like, you guys are just, you're in you're in for it. And there's, Char- and there's Charlie who's like, he's interesting too. You kind of think he's a bit of a dweeb, but he gets blackout drunk. Yeah. And like, <laughs> And it's like, and then he, he has no idea what happens. He wakes up. He's like, I'm in a bathtub. Why am I in a bathtub? It's, it's a fascinating book. So, uh, Oh, wait, no, no. I do have a wait. actual, who do I hate? Uh, Armando Lopez. <laughs> the, the trumpet player. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that makes me like uh, Brodsky more. Maya? Well. Oh, yeah, because he, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, this, you know. Yeah. He brings the hammer. I agree. Because <laughs> that's kind of where you start to see they give you a little background on Maya and it's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And she, and then they're like, she just missed out on the role the first time around. Right? So now it's like her redemption. So you kind of feel good about her, but like she got it through. So, but, and they, but, they write her well too because yes. she kind of, she's happy, but she's like, man, but I got this because the other girl died. And I think that plays like, into her choices too. Like she's really, she's more willing to do things that I feel like if she got chosen first, she'd be like, no, 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 I'm the starlet. I have to take control. Yeah, right. This one's like I, I like she understands she can be replaced like that. So I feel mm-hmm. like certain certain liberties happen. It's such a this book shouldn't be as deep as it is because again we we want to talk about it more, but we can't without like really spoiling things for you. Um, Earl's an asshole too, but I like how he's drawn. <laughs> there no nobody's nobody's clean in this. Nobody's clean. No, no, they're all. They all have their dirt, and that's what makes it so interesting. Is they're all 
multi-dimensional shitty people and i, I will say <laughs> or no they're, they're people they're, just they're people. people yes and, some, and they all they all do shitty things they all do good things and again i appreciate this talking about each issue shows you the character rundown they're all shades of gray hey. so at the end of every arc analysis we do a boom or a ba which is our rating system boom for good ba for bad and a whoosh for we don't want to talk about it but in six pack fashion, these get bottle caps. So as you've been hearing, I know we have to go back. We have to retrograde that because we have to do. A... It's already posted. I know, but like, are are we doing a ranking system at the end? Yeah, well, so we'll do it for the final cut. All right, just give us a boom or a bar. Well, uh, see, we have to have a higher situation for this because most of these are gonna get booms. This is an easy boom. This is an easy boom. This is a trumpet player boom. boom. Trumpeter. When we released it, there's a there's a, a what's what did he hit him with the guy? What did Brosk hit with the guy? <laughs> the slapjack. <laughs> it's a slapjack. Boom. <laughs> Those <laughs> panels are so. I laugh so hard. This is whack. This is whack. These laid out. There's like multiple ones. <laughs> <laughs> just, just got eaten. Uh, I, I would love to see this as a movie. I like I like when they come and they he, who is it. The Charlie that goes to find him, he's, he's getting brains in the closet. And he's like, oh, <laughs> shit. All right. Hold on a second. Oh, no, she's done. Don't worry. Oh, man. It's, 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 this should be such a messy book. Like, you shouldn't be cheering for any of these guys, but you cheer for everyone. No, they're all because they're all prick. They're all just like oh. scum. But it's interesting. Oh, Dottie. Oh, Dottie. She's the, I think she might be the most wholesome one. But then in the end, it's like she's got terrible taste. She's all jealous. Yeah. yeah. She's in the she well, Of course it's not. Yeah. It's just like black hair things. I'm like, oh, come on. Don't do that. I like you. Like, you can't trust nobody in, in Hollywood. No. Hollywood Coke. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Full circles, baby. time for tonight because i gotta do some shit same ways same it's, ways it's not called oh this is arc analysis this is an arc analysis this, this is, is arc analysis arc analysis we're back with another brew baker and phillips creation dynamic duos again it's called fatal volume one death chases me um from 2012 this you can kind of see how this one helped shape uh killer be killed fair like the you know what i mean like there's there's seeds of that here because this is this is kind of when the out of all the ones we've read so far this is the what the fifth yeah um this is the first one that has like some really strong supernatural elements to it I was going to say, you can see how they were inspired by Alan Moore-ish. Mm-hmm. Because there's some dark tones. And yeah. They really go dark tones. And there's certain scenes where they just talk about what could have happened when an Alan Moore would have been like, Here, here's what happened. So Yeah. Yeah, it's it's um, weird. But the gist of it is that it, there's there's two timelines here. Sometimes it's a little hard to, to, to follow, but mm. uh, in the present day... Nicholas meets a woman named Joe who ends up uh who he ends up kind of getting entwined with uh loses a leg alongside <laughs> after being saved by her and then he learns Quote that his, saved. then he learns that his godfather Hank knew the same woman who looked identical to Joe now 
in the late 1950s. So it's like, how has she not aged in witchcraft? 60 you say? years. It's yeah. she's a what witch. What is this? What is this sorcery? Yeah. So it while it's got the two timelines, they're both playing up kind of the noir peeling back layers. Yeah. Um, this was a weird one. This one it's, was. I liked characters, but I didn't like. I guess the arcs of the characters. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I get the supernatural because you kind of needed it, but I didn't think the story needed it. Right. I thought there was like a better way to do it than the cult. Than the cult thing, you know, like the cult thing. Well, I the the final issue, like everything, kind of comes together, and it's weird. It's a, it's a bloodbath. It felt a little rushed at the end, for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, this thing, this this book goes on. Remember, we only did the first five issues. This Correct. book goes on for 24. So there's still 19 other issues that things come. But this arc really does. It, unlike the other uh, Brewbreaker and Phillips books we've read, this one really kind of comes to a close. Actually, that's not true because Criminal did as well. It, it comes to like a close. Conclusion, it's not open. Yeah. It doesn't feel open at all. There's still a mystery because Joe is mysterious the entire way through. Yes. Right? Even when she kind of, even when she gives some backstory. You're still like, what? Like, explain. They don't really what? explain how. No. She's just like, this is, this is what it is. It's like, how? Which what? I kind of appreciate, but at the same time, it's like, stop teasing. <laughs> but I feel like they don't even know. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe that, yeah. That's why I think, the, uh, I think they the, do. I, no, I think they do. Maybe. Right. But the, 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 well, that's why the occult stuff is there, right? Like, there's all these, like, semi-pieces that are, like, loosely connected around her. I think it's, like, issue three where she, like, meets her past. They go back to that house. Yeah, that's what I was talking house? about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like, she meets other kind of, like, demon-type dudes who are like, I remember you. And it's, like, that's where they kind of flirt with, like, the occult, I guess, like, sex dungeon and, like, uh, devil worshipping. But, like, not really. And, like, she has to get out of it and, like, essentially beat that demon by, like, exercising that memory and past. And it's, like, I don't know. <laughs> it gets really weird really fast. But I was constantly trying to, f- on like, it's not that they threw a lot of characters because there's not that many characters in it. But it was kind of, it was hard. I'm not that smart. So I was kind of, I was like, wait, what time is it again? What timeline is this? So I, I had to go back because they'll they'll do half the page like this and then the other half like, and Joe always looks the same. Right. And and the other guys kind of look similar. So it's like, but they spent the majority well, yeah, of this the, arc the family, yeah. in the past. In the past, yeah. Even though it opens up in the present. Well, then again, that's another reason why I don't know if this book was rushed or like they didn't know what it was in this first arc, because you assume Phillips would have done something with the artwork. Like in everything else we've read, he understands tones and kind of uh, spacing, but it would have been very easy to like paint one of these timelines into sepia or like Mm -hmm. monochromatic or like kind of give it a different viewpoint. But I don't know if that was a writer and artist choice to be like, we want to confuse the reader, so let's kind of keep it as the same as possible. Because I was definitely confused of like, okay, wait, like which hero am I supposed to be fighting, like following? And then okay, so I was just gonna ask you, you have, you have the same problem, yeah. You're kind of like, and then like, like Hank's not really a hero, like he's, he's no, pretty much an asshole to everybody until the final issue, and even then, it's like, uh, what? Like his his final arc, I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. Well, I expl- explain now, this. That now that he became. now he's now he's this like. Now he's the Punisher? It's like, wait, what? What's yeah. going on? Because in the first three issues, I was getting, like, I, this had a great start for me. Because I was getting yeah. LA Confidential vibes. I was just like, oh, did, like, 
they keep following the girl and the girl's taking them on a spot where like you can't win right like and because it was 1950s you get all those gum shoes and like the hats and the trench coats and work you can basically get away with any crime because there's not really anyone around to say no you can't do this and like like police must have the, the worst well i don't think anything was solved back then to be honest with you yeah it's just all cold case <laughs> and then a lot of cops are just like fuck it i'm gonna be a criminal because who the fuck's gonna stop like who's gonna watch the watchman right um so you get those vibes of just like, if you see this mysterious woman, you're going to follow her and trouble may ensue, but you're going to have like the best time of your life. So we're following Joe, but like for whatever reason, she never feels like the main character in this and she no. should. It doesn't really, because it doesn't, it centers around her, but it doesn't focus on her. It's called Fatal though. Yeah, I and know. I, I get, I, I know. I'm not explaining it to you. I'm explaining it to, I guess, the listener. Mm. We're following. Uh, what's one-legged dude's name? Oh, uh, Nick. He's he's our narrator, right? As he's like finding books and stories and kind of piecing yes. everything together. But, and I get why you can't have her as the lead because. I'm trying to peel back layers over time, right? Right, and like she's she's the white rabbit, right? Like you're following her, like that's you got to keep finding the pieces, but she's. Literally the most interesting thing about the book. So it's weird that she isn't more stronger in it. It's a that's a weird like line to walk. Like you're writing a noir about a woman who like every time you that like is ageless and every time you come in contact with her, something bad happens. So you can't really show me her day in, day out, because she loses her mystique. But I don't everybody else is like an idiot or an asshole. I don't really care about them, or like Mr. Bishop. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Yeah, like, <laughs> it really that that that's like the third issue, right? Third or fourth yeah. issue when he showed like that really, yeah. like you're saying it. It almost like the first couple issues are one book, and then it's another one. It just goes, it just turns like that. Like the 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 cult stuff was interesting. It was creepy to me. It made me feel yep. uncomfortable. I yep. was like, this is this is good. I like this. But then it was just like, like oh, you want some cult? Here's all the cult. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then everything comes out. I was like, this is a little much. I was just like, I and then like one. Ag- aggressive in it too, right? Like the, there's the, I think it's issue two where Hank's following one of the, like the red hoods and he catches them on the fence and like he's kicking, like he kicks them to death basically, right? Like, so I don't know if I wanted more or less, like, but the line that they were walking to give me everything they're trying to accomplish, like didn't satisfy anything like it just made right. me look at it as like so is this a cult book no it's like it's a fatal book right but like the fatal is part of the occult yeah but like everyone's fucking her but like she doesn't want like it's again maybe it's not, it's not my favorite brubaker and Phillips. no i don't think so either like not not sorry it's not mine either um but uh is it good did you enjoy this I, I, I didn't not like it. Like I, I re- <laughs> I'm bearing the lead. I'm not asking if you boom or bot. But. No, I know. I like I like I enjoyed it, but it got it went away. I didn't expect. And one thing I keep in my mind, I know this is probably wrong for what we're trying to do here, but I'm like, there's still so many more issues. Like the, maybe the next arc is all about her, and it, it's amazing, right? And it kind of flushes out this one, but this one felt really weird like it was just the pacing was kind of weird like yeah. we've been talking about and then that kind of that kind of but is who do you put, me out. who do you put that on do you put that on the reader who doesn't want to sit for another arc and five issues because you didn't set it up 
great the first five or do you put it on the artist and the writer who like you knew what you were building to if you can't captivate me in the first five to keep me reading like were you really trying yeah no no it's, it's definitely the creative team right like they they chose to to uh to go this way and i like I, while it's funny because we're we're bitching about the um how she's so it's not focused on her yet at the same time i respect that they kept her backstory a mystery throughout the five issues they haven't they're kind of appealing but at the same time it's like well then why give us anything like they gave yeah. us that 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 little exposure dump at the beginning yeah this is where i come from and this is what i do but you don't want to ask about this and then here's, here's this guy's trying to kill you and then i'm like wait what, what's going on here right, yeah, like, like, in that house, right? And, I, and i stress how hard it is how hard it is to have such a captivating woman but like knowing you're building a noir so you have to like piece it out but I, like for me, it's the occult stuff that like threw it off, right? Like if it was just a story of this dude trying to figure out why his godfather had the same sort of looking girl as I did, and keeps finding yeah, pieces to that. Yeah, they did not that, cover that at all. No, they're just like, all right, cool. <laughs> like they're basically like, all right, we both get pussy, right? So it's like, cool. Like the the occult stuff could have been sprinkled, and then like maybe in the last issue, be like, oh, like no, it's demons. Like let's go to that house, and then I have to read the next arc to be like, it was demons yeah. the whole time. Yeah, but like the fourth and fifth issue are just like, okay, like this is going to turn to Constantine kind of thing now. I was like, but like what's going on with Joe? Like, yeah. Joe? So that's why I was like, uh, and, she keep, and she keeps going, you don't even know what I am. <laughs> okay, well, if, you, if you're going to say that like three times in one arc, like we get it. We don't know what you are. Okay. But we'll then it full, it full circled because the Hank got to say that by the end. He's like, you don't yeah. know what I am. And I was like, well, how, how are you yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how, I, I, I didn't think it was funny how they're like so openly crooked to him. <laughs> well, who's gonna stop him? It's nineteen fifties. Like, yeah, we'll do every, what we want. But and and that's what I was pushing for. Like, I think there's a more interesting story if you're trying to tell me like old Hollywood, like oh we're just corrupt. But there's this this one little off thing. Like this was the same issue, I guess it was with was criminals the first one that we read. No. Um... Uh, was the one with the superpower league sleeper called sleeper i feel like Brubaker, what, that's we couldn't even come we couldn't remember the I word know. sleeper God, damn it isn't it ironic as we're both sleepy yes i feel like that story was also shoehorned in with something that didn't need to be in there which was superpowers so this story didn't really need a supernatural at least a heavy hand on supernatural it had me engaged enough with this one ageless woman you could have told an amazing story and then in the kind of the fourth quarter been like, wait, this could be the reason why. Yeah, I kind so. of wish I kind of wish they'd taken the uh, Matt Fraction Hawkeye approach where they did one issue in the present, one issue in the past, one uh-huh. issue in the present. one issue. So you, they started out with the first issue, right? And you kind of get half and half. OK, cool. Issue two is just all 1950s right. issue. And then maybe the ending is like back to the present. A little issue blend, three. Yeah. Issue three is all modern. Issue it's four true. is all, and then the fifth issue you kind of go back and forth again, and that's how you kind of learn more about Joe. You don't you don't have to lean so much in the occult stuff. It's because yeah, because she would have been the one through line, right? She would have been in right. both stories. We would have fallen in love with her more, yeah. and you would have got more attention to pay on each one of the relatives. Oh well, Godfather, right. and, Godfather is in blood, right? That's what and because you can see how um, in the modern timeline, you can see the fallout that she had with. Uh, Hank. So in the past, it'd be cool to see how they started, right? And then how she ends up playing Hank differently than how she plays Nick, 
right? Because she, she's probably changed too. I know she hasn't changed physically, but you'd think that she has different. Mentally, she's learned some stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and different techniques, quote unquote, to like get in with guys that for whatever you use them or whatever, right? Because she used Nick in the, the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they a lot of them just use each other as traps and just yeah. uh, what's the word bait for like a larger looming presence which again i didn't really get a full feel for like i get that they're building up this occult but what do i know other than the red the red uh, cloaks and bishop like i don't know much and like there's this yeah, crazy yeah. house like i mean that red bar i'm still trying to figure out why he did they because he wanted hank in his pocket so he got hank in his pocket and then he just kind of went buck wild and i was like what what was the point of that? What was, did we need to like destroy that woman? I don't know. Like, uh, and then you, you, get, you get good touches of uh, not Hank. What's the other guy's name? I was forget it. Nick, the the kid, the young. Yeah, Nick. Like, re, like, I guess researching the past to find out more about Hank and like that'd be cool. Like all that detective right. stuff was kind of cool, right? Because he was getting closer and closer and closer, and then boom, it, like abruptly stop for whatever occult pops up and stuff like that. But. Which which character did you did you like most in this? Like Joe. Joe, yeah, but, then, but she didn't yeah. like do anything. I liked her at the first, and then she was kind of like, uh, "Is this like the most underdeveloped characters we've seen from Brubaker?" Yes, yes. In in the first arc, because we've read first arcs all the way through, and yes, I would say so. But that has to be on purpose. I trust this team way too much to have just be like, oh well, this whole book is going to be this like this. And this 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 book is um, critically not acclaimed, but critically well regarded, right? So it's not like it's a bad because it's not bad. I'm not reading. I'm not. I'm not reading. It, and being like this. It's is not bad. It's just like, but which character do you think you would want to follow moving forward? It would be Joe. It would have to be Joe, just because I don't, like, there's Hank, no other choices, right? Hank and I never liked Hank. Nick, not that interesting. But Nick seems like a simp. Hanks yeah, and exactly. Asshole. That's what I mean. Yeah. Pussy, pussy's gonna get both of them killed. Yep. Who no, am I supposed like, to keep literally. following? Like, I'm following Nick as the narrator. Mr. Like Mr. Bishop. <sighs> yeah, he's. I don't like him. I but really honestly, like if we followed his story, it'd be a lot interesting. Yeah. It's just weird. How and he, then, I like to know how he got to where he is, or if he's just basically the devil. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, know? definitely the scene where he goes to meet Hank's wife behind closed doors would have been a complete shit show. Um. But like because it jumps around in times, it also jumps around in scenes, mm-hmm. right? There's certain scenes where like, oh, someone's just in the trunk, someone's in a well, someone's in a cave, it's like someone's in a house. It's like, how's everything? Go- like, I don't, you, you were saying pacing, but I don't structurally understand how all of these things are happening given the time that you're giving. So like I'm, as talking about this, I'm more confused. Yeah, I had to read back a, a whole bunch of times. I'd be like, wait a second, I gotta go back a couple of pages. Is that a good sign of a comic book? No, that's that's not good. So I'm like, I I always tend to blame myself. Like I'm not paying attention, but really I don't really do this regularly. So, right. like you said, if there was just a different art feature on each one, it's like a different hue. Like you said, the old ones were kind of more sapphire or whatever. Right. Okay. Hey, now I can now I can my eyes know the difference. You, they learn quickly, right? I will give this. Those are some of the best covers I've seen in this dynamic oh, yeah. duo. It's it's not it's a beautiful book. I think it's beautiful. I think it's, it's beautiful. It's nice. Um, it's just weird. It's a lot of shadows. But the, like that's like we're not see, we're not seeing anything new except for like all the occult stuff. Like there's some 
certain issues have like some crazy kind of demon reds and like uh, blood and like there's there's a couple there's a few skulls exploding. This book had choices. Let me use, um, dust off an old chestnut. Like there's a lot of choices made in this book, and I never really say that as a good thing. It mm-hmm. seems like there's a level of frustration of like our characters are frustrated are frustrated, so the reader has to be a little frustrated too. Yeah. Like there's a moment where like Nick ends up in jail because he's accused of something that like he wasn't a part of and then like needs is it Joe to break him out? Like like I just finished rereading it and I'm still kind of confused on what I read. Yeah, and look, like it comes down to preference too cuz I like if I'm given a choice between crime comic and supernatural comic, I'm going to go crime every time. Right? So this isn't really I don't really like the ghosts and goblins stuff cuz everybody does it. I'd much rather a well-written crime comic like Criminal. Right. Which I, we both loved, right? So it's like like Sleeper. Sleeper's a better criminal Sleep, book. Yeah, and Sleeper, yeah, and Sleeper of the superheroes. We're kind of like, eh, we didn't need that, but you know, it works. This one just going, let's go sci-fi. So I appreciate that they're doing different, different. Literally, literally, um, all the books are that we read were criminal books, crime books, crime. Yeah, they just added supernatural to this one, and I was like, it was yeah. not needed. And, yeah, and here's my million dollar question: Would Hank actually get a girl like Joe? I think it's because she wanted him for whatever reason. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, that's not weird. It's just you see a couple pictures. You you see how they draw <laughs> Hank. <laughs> He's schlubby. <laughs> yeah, and the, the, and the, yeah, yeah. And they draw Josephina is just like one of those Hollywood starlets, right? So, yeah. so who's your, who, who's your least favorite character then? That's a part, I, harder question. Like I like laughing at. It's probably Mr. Bishop. Because uh, Mr. Bishop the, is least favorite. Devil. I, yeah, but I hate it. I hated Nick. Though. Nick just came Nick's off like a simp. Yeah, I like how you said that he's a simp because that... well, he lost he lost a leg. <laughs> like, <'Cause> I... <laughs> it just doesn't work out for here? this guy. Yeah, was just not. Work I, I was gonna laugh at uh, Hank's partner. What's oh. his name? That guy. That guy was like, man. Or Hank's wife. <laughs> like she, she got a bad tooth. Oh yeah, yeah, but she, she wasn't annoying. I think she was just she was just mind on her own. Like she just. But like. Even before the Mr. Bishop stuff, like she's doing the laundry and she sees a lipstick on his collar and she's like, oh no, not again. Like she's been, like it's habitual. Yeah, like she's yeah. constantly choosing these type of men. I was like, ah, oh, bro. Yeah. Can't wait. I thought he was different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this guy? <laughs> you thought this, this guy? Was yeah, the guy who's a crooked cop, you thought he was different? That's a good point, too. He's like a chain smoker, overweight, like surly, like hates his job. He only became better at his job because of the new girl, Joe. Which is, you know, new lease on life. So yeah, again, you, you get so uh, the first three issues, you get so so much LA Confidential vibes, which is my real recommendation because that movie was fucking awesome. And you get that whole femme fatale of like, I don't know what's going on in my life, but I'm following this chick. If she, yeah, if she's gonna smooch me. I'm gonna smooch that dame till she, till her heels come off, right? And come here, broad. Of, yeah, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're like, well, there's demons over here. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, and it's not Buffy guy, the he, Vampire Slayer. So this guy has fangs, like he's and and, go, and goons with the round glasses. I didn't mind that. Every issue ends kind of as like a de- demon revealing themselves before the to be continued, and that's the final paneling. And it's like, all yeah. right, cool. Like that's a good way to progress me into the next issue. But I spent most of the issue being like, oh, there's like this noir crime story going on here, and we're trying to figure out why this one girl is in kind of two different lives. 
<laughs> so we do you have anything else to say about it? Uh, Not really. So we we rank these on it. a uh, on a on a there's no there's no ranking. It's a rate. It's no ratings. A ranking. So it's boom for good, bop for bad, or whoosh for what did I just read? It, you know it's coming, buddy. You know it's coming. Whoosh, whoosh. This is such <laughs> yeah, a whoosh just, book. Whoosh, yeah, yeah. There are so many things that come from left field. You don't know what's coming. Uh, you keep reading because you're just getting whooshed from page to page. You want and the first, kind of... the, and the, the first two issues, I know for me they grip me. And I was they like, okay, me. I'm, I'm into story. this. And then like the third issue was kind of, I was like, this is getting weird. But you know, I like the first two so much that okay, well, and then you read the fourth, you're like, okay, there's only one more left, so let's just see you where it goes. It and then it's like, okay, well. So they I grip you. It's that not bad. It's not bad enough for you to say it's bad. It's not good enough for you to say it's good. So you got a whoosh. You got a whoosh. Well, you're X-ray robot. This baby. <laughs> we got to reread that. X-ray robot. We got to read the yeah. next arc. That's so good. This is an arc analysis. This is an arc analysis. This is. Arc analysis. Arc analysis. Dynamic duos are back again. Incognito. Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips. It's our final read of and the six-pack we are putting together. What a way to end it, guys. What a way to end it. Fan-fucking-tastic. To, to be fair, this was early in their career. God damn it shows. <laughs> <laughs> but it is post sleeper. So there's that. The artwork's decent. Let's start with some good things. Yeah, um, let's start with some good things. Okay, so in a, so here we go. Let's just get this over. In a world of science heroes, the super powered villains that are brought in are numbed with power canceling drugs and rehabilitated into the population as a sort of reverse wit pro program. Zack finds a way to reverse the numbing drugs and gets his powers back, with, with draw, which draws eyes from the past. That's kind of the write-up I put together for it. And it pretty much covers the first issue. It's, it started out, I don't know, to me it started out good. That first issue's great. Really, really good shit. Great. My problem is it's kind of hard to root for a rapist. So it's... That's your only problem? No, that's just my that's my that's my main problem. From so from from jump out the gates, this man is having um, sex with an unknowing with a unknowing woman, right? So he dresses up as somebody else, and she thinks he's some other guy. And so right away, I'm just kind of like, okay, yeah. he's just come, he's just come back. Yeah, little little kinky, little like, all right, cool. Like in this world, but there's no happens, but there's, there's no prompting nothing. For it. it doesn't set up. For that. There's no prompting, and there's no payoff. And like. Wink and the nod later, like, oh, she's, I knew it was you. It was like, she no. has no idea. And yeah. through the whole, whole six issues, she still doesn't know. And to me, that didn't really sit well. <laughs> and the more people you meet, you find out how, like, shitty this world is. Like, there's yeah. there's no redeeming good person here. Um, this is definitely a, a comic that pulls back the layer. But you're like, why'd you, like, I didn't need this. You're pulling back to show me more of the world. But the more of the world doesn't seem cohesive to what was happening. And what was happening was kind of good, minus the raping. But like, just the fact that like this was a a one time superhero slash supervillain because he's still riding a fence on which side he wanted to be on. 
kind of gives up that world and goes into hiding. So he's living this like nine to five job as like a clerk. And then at night he goes out into the vigilante. Like immediately I got Fight Club vibes from it. Like just yeah. him, just like, I hate like these. Cause he goes office to cubicle, cubicle to office, and just talks about like how nobody notices him and he feels like a peon. I was like, sweet. Like that's a good Fight character. Club or, yeah. or Wanted. Like it's just a very, yeah, reminiscent of those. Absolutely. And then he goes out into the night and just breaks faces. Like he's a vigilante. Like he's smashing dudes across the wall. He's saving women that are getting raped or assaulted. It's a very, it's very dark now that I'm talking to you about it. This is, but when they try to piece together why he is the way he is and who he oh. is, it just turns into, and then? What was that? And then? What was that? And then? I, and then? Let's, let's keep talking about the first few issues for now, because that, that's when I was like, it gripped me. I was like, I was into this. I was like, man, even though this guy was a scumbag, they really didn't make him out to be a good guy anyways. Like, no. this guy, he was, he's a reformed villain. He's Wayne Whitbro. He rolled over on his old boss. Like, he's not... He's not a good guy. No. It shows how depressed he is and stuff. And I really like that premise and his whole struggles within his own mind. Like, oh, man, like he's depressed. He's like, this is this is boring. This is brutal. I'm in pain. So he just he would do drugs to kind of give him some sort of some sort of job. And then it ended up numbing his um, his power set. Well, his power. restraints i guess like his because they were numbing his power set already but then he found drugs to counteract that drug yeah so to bring his power back back, yeah which is kind of cool and he was so happy to have it that he was actually out there stopping crimes just so that he could feel alive again (laughs) like which is cool right like yeah a little bit of watchmen on that stuff and then even in his like purgatory he ends up the only dude that he could befriend is farmer which is his other sleazebag dude that's a co-worker and like that make that makes sense. It's like you wouldn't find the best version in this type of lifestyle. You're gonna find like the worst version of man. And it's this guy who inevitably ends up trying to blackmail him, get him Just to rob a him. bank, use him. And it's like you're more likely to find this version of a human than you are. Someone's gonna be like, Hey man, like we should go out and like help children. Um so like I appreciated that, right? Like this was kind of it seemed like a slow burn of like I don't know what life I'm trying to live, but it's not this one. Let me get out however I can get out. And if I want to be a hero to get out, great. Doesn't stay there too long. No, no. And it's it's funny. The relationship he has with a farmer who's his co-worker, but um, also he, he tells about his power set and stuff. Like The way it just progressively gets more and more shady, it's like, okay. I like that one line is like, Farmer's like, oh, you know, we're going to rob this bank, but we'll need somebody else. He's like, it was then that I knew I had to get rid of this guy. Yeah. And he's just like, he had no qualms, but he's like, I just don't want to do it, but it is what it is. <laughs> so, which, I, okay, so that's something I do appreciate yeah. about the writing. They never let you forget that he's a villain first. Yes. A hero would have more internal struggle of like, maybe you shouldn't tell anybody. But also, I don't think a, a hero would have revealed to a civilian, hey, like, I'm special. Like it was a villain who was just like, I'm bored. So, hey man, you know what I can do? Break your neck. Like, check this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I love that. Like, immediately, as soon as as soon as Farmer finds out, like, oh, you're special. Sweet. Let me go tell more people you're special. Right. Like he found a way to to turn the attention on himself for his benefit. I was like, oh, this this going downhill. And again. This was good. These are the first two issues where like, all right. Look, so th- this is what we're talking about. The good thing is the super interesting premise, right? Um, it's very well written. 
it is well written. It's just the the story doesn't really Makes go sense. the way you want it. Like it's not a really it's not the best choice in my opinion where they could have gone, but it's still well written. It's the a best, smooth read. Yeah, I got best parts by this. Oh yeah, it was really fast. Six issues and went by like this. Yeah. The best parts, I think we agree on are when he's trying to operate unknowingly to the government right. and Black Death at the same time, on top of dealing with the secret identity with co-workers. Like it's it's he's got three angles, right? Yep. His old boss, the Black Death, no doesn't know he's alive. The government's keeping him hidden. Right. But he's trying to operate on his own without either one of them knowing. Plus, yeah. keep a secret identity like Spider Man, right? And it's for, like this is, for, and then like have a kind of affair, pseudo affair with Angela, who yeah. does, who thinks he's shit when he's a clerk, but loves him when he's in the mask. Yeah, it's really cool because it's so like it was almost like just watched. I would just rather I'd like to just see a regular day for him because he's got to dodge the government, dodge villains, dodge coworkers. That, but then, like you said, you learn why he's like this, and it's like yeah. As soon as um, Fire, Fire Thunder, and Alex show up. Which are, I, I guess, hitmen for Black Death. Also, the names are terrible. Yeah, his, yeah. His but name I, is. I think that's on purpose, right? He's Zach Overkill. Zach Overkill. The Overkill made me laugh. Yeah. But there's no way, like, in this world, that you would meet a clerk named Overkill and be like, "Well, you're not," because this is a world <laughs> where they understand like supervillains and superheroes exist. There's like, there's no way you're not someone, yeah. a person of interest, right? Um. Two black death operatives show up and like the wheels just go off. Yeah. Because they have to keep pulling back the curtain to show why these people are coming in. But then it just becomes, like I said before, and then this, and then that, and then this, and then that. And I did not like any of that. I did no. not like it in the rain. I did not like did it not in like Spain. It. I would not like it on a boat. I would not like it eating goat. It was not good. And the and the the, fun, the not the funny thing, but the the thing about this book is that this is the f- this is volume one. It doesn't have a title. It's called it's just called the Incognito Volume One. So this is the first complete story we've done for them. It's not yeah. part of an arc. This is a second volume, but it's not good. It's just it, oh, I don't know. I didn't read it, but it's just, it's like this is the six issues. This is the beginning. This is the end. This is how it is, right? So it's it's the only complete story we've read out of the other all six of these because the other ones were just arcs. Wow. So this is kind of a complete story. Like I said, it's a second volume, so it keeps going. That wrinkles my brain because like. this could have taken more time to get yeah. out all the stuff they wanted to get out. Because you introduce like thirteen more characters in the span of like four more issues, and you don't need thirteen more characters. What do you think of Ava Destruction? She's hilarious. Doesn't make sense. And definitely creepy. written. <laughs> definitely yeah. Very rapey. Very creepy. Definitely written from a man's perspective. Yeah. And then she gets a weird death that was like, I guess. Yeah, she just, yeah. But she's like a villain. A, but she's a villain. Yeah, so Ava Destruction is this woman. She's kind of Harley Quinn-esque, where she's crazy and wants to kill people and stuff like that. But she's trapped in the body of a 16-year-old. Like she, so, she's, so even though she's like... That was I a guess, choice, too, by the writer. That's it, what I'm saying. That, that, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's, that's why it's creepy. It had to be yeah. 16. Could yeah. be 25. No. Could be twenty one, and Could you're drawing this. Had right? to be like, sixteen, yeah. And it's like, sixteen. As soon as I saw that, as soon as I read that, I was like, oh. uh, yeah. And then it goes straight to then, like a, a sexy, <laughs> yeah. It goes straight to sexy, straight into Come a sexy. On, it's like, uh, and then he talks about like, there's a whole like four pages where he talks about like, I yearned for her, like, because yeah. are we going to talk that he has a twin brother? Uh, because his twin brother <sighs> ended up 
sleeping with her first and they ended up in a relationship because they have this psychic link he could feel it so like you get these panels of him just kind of like trying yeah, to bury himself and yeah twins quote unquote twins twins that he was fe- so stupid i Okay, yeah, there's there's a lot bad with this. He could he could feel the connection of any time his brother was hooking up with uh, Ava. So like he always tried to keep distance. Now that his brother is dead, something that we didn't reveal that they revealed in like an offhanded comic. Yeah. So like I thought the whole comic book show would have been like he's not really dead. He's gonna show up again in the end. I wasn't completely wrong. Anyway, yes, I mean, but he's dead. But he's not not really. Um, when he finally meets up with Ava. He just slots himself back in. He's like, "This is gonna be weird," and she's like, "Yeah, it is." And I was like, "This, I don't know if this would happen." But you're this all, is, you're all villains, so maybe. Yeah, do you just want an excuse to draw sex? I don't like what. What is? I don't. Good. I couldn't make sense. I couldn't tell you. The hero side isn't much better either. What's their leading lady? Because she's kind of a dumb dumb. Oh yeah, that's uh, Zeppelin. Zeppelin's daughter. Yeah, she, she's she's just smart. like, she's like this this big strong woman that just like. Powers her way in. Just angry at everything. She's brute. Like, She's like a She-Hulk, but like yeah. no brain. Yeah. I was like, this is not really necessary. No. And then for whatever reason, she has a flying car. That didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like, I'm, ta- just... I'm telling you, she's a sort of Wonder Woman spin-off. <laughs> it's weird, man. I don't know. It, it, it goes downhill fast, and then it never stops. And it's like, <laughs> man. what? <laughs> which, is, which is kind of amazing how, how many like floors they keep crashing through. Because you're like, yeah. you can't get any worse than this. It does. <laughs> It does, <laughs> which is a shame because I mean, like some of the best parts in the beginning uh, are when like the Black Death is meeting his, uh, I guess his lieutenant in right. prison, and they're having a conversation, but then they're having a different one mentally, and the guard they have the guards watching them like, okay, okay. why is this guy so, guy's so weird? <laughs> well, I was gonna ask that, like, did you enjoy the interrogation scenes? Because in the beginning, yes, it was kind of cool, but then it, it turned cool. into like overkill. But yeah. it was it was really for the final payoff, and the final payoff isn't really that good. No, for when like Xander finally meets up with him. Um, could we spoil the shit out of this comic? Because I don't want anyone to read this. Um, yeah, we're gonna just spoil everything. Sure, it, it, they're not Do twins. We, we spoil the other ones. No, they're not twins. They're... Yeah, because we like the other ones. They're not twins. They're test. They're test tube babies. Yeah, and there's twenty six of them. For every letter of the alphabet, like I was like, this is yeah. And so, uh, but there's only three activated, so there's kind of triplets. Yeah, because so, a whole bunch of them die. So there's there's Xander, sorry, yeah, there's Xander, who's the, the original X. brother. He's the X. Then there's Yuri, Yuri, and then there's Zach. Which yeah. again, the naming, you went from Xander to Yuri to Zach, you, like. Find some cohesiveness of this. Uh, well, the letters of the alphabet, right? X, Y, Z. I get that. There's better Y names than Yuri. Yakubov. He had, to sound, he had to sound Russian, though. Did he? You had to for this. You understand? <laughs> because reasons. And you could, you you guys decided that you had to start at the end of the alphabet. You, he could have been... Uh, he could have added letters, yeah. He could have been Johnny uh, Overkill and then just left it open for like, oh, there's like 16 other letters out and there. Then, and then he goes off the reservation immediately <laughs> like it's <laughs> like 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 what were you thinking like not not the writer but just uh, the, the guys in the comics like you're gonna do what i say right you can listen to me right he's like yeah, yeah sure right. then he goes in there like this isn't the plan he's like fuck but, you yeah it's just <laughs> murdering everybody he so does like, end this, up this, this is what he did last time it's like what? 
he, what you think was gonna happen? Yeah, he, he does. He does rob the bank, but the brutal deaths, like one after the other. It, I don't know if there was a singular focus for this comic. Like, who am I following in this? I'm supposed to be following Zach. I don't give a fuck about Zach. I like following yeah. Yuri is kind of more fun. He's yeah, just, a, he's just, just you don't he's know just, what's gonna happen. Yeah, he's reckless. Amanda doesn't come on off smart, uh, capable, uh, sane, or like empathetic because she's she's on this whole like uh, kink of like I want strangers to bang me, I want the superhero. Yeah, to bang that me. was that was that was different too. Then at Farmer's funeral, she's kind of like sympathetic to to Zach to be like, oh, this was your friend, and but like Zach freaks out for whatever reason because oh. Well, one reason he murdered him um and then like they try to have a heart to heart and like that doesn't pay off well and then she's like in the background of like oh they took zach's car as well that must mean i was like this is this both of you guys are better than this and one of you guys is only an artist yeah i really wish like i could have read a whole arc on just the first like two issues like just him struggling to kind of keep and, low, we, and we don't profile. really know what's going on with his other life. Like, there's yeah. just little things that like trickle in. You're like, wait, what's that? What's that? But yeah. this was, they gave us the whole horseshoe, horseshit. And they cl- they gave us the clone saga, which is like, come on, don't. It's just clunky. I don't like it. I mean, as smooth lame. as a, as a smooth as a read it is. And then what's her name? What's the She Hulk Wonder Woman girl? She ends up becoming Zeppelin. Like, Zeppelin becomes an under undercover agent in the workplace of. Zach to keep an eye on him. And like nobody knows, she's just there one day, just she's following like, him around. Here's the, here's the new hire. It's like what? Are you talking about? And she gets she gets shot the, her first day. Yeah. Then they disappear in the like flying car. It's like why is there a flying car? Like what? and all the workers are like oh oh that's that's the Zeppelin's daughter. It's like oh, oh I knew there was something up with that Zach. It's not good. No, it's it's funny, it, but it starts good and then it just goes. Would you have rather this started terrible and just been terrible all the way through? Because I'm more upset yeah, then, that like yeah, there's something I, good here. I would have because then I wouldn't have had expectations like dashed. Because all it's also the sixth book we've read by them, and the other five, even the ones that we were kind of even like was it Fatal that we were kind of like, eh, they're all good. Yes, Fatal's a little weird, but it's still good. It doesn't just crash and burn. It just it's just weird. This one just literally crashes and burns. It's like, and then it's over. There's no. <laughs> it's like. It seemed like they threw what? as many darts on the wall. Like, okay, we can add that in. Clones, um, a woman that's ageless. Um, uh, he's a villain and a hero. Flying car. Uh, uh, our our super villains in jail. Like they just you didn't you, you didn't you know in six issues. Yeah, six issues. That's all it took. Ava murders teenagers like really fast. <laughs> Because you're worried about her identity. That's Why? right. I forgot about that. She killed those two kids. It's just like, like oh, off cuff. Like, Zach runs out. It's like, no, we get to, we can tie them up. They're, they're kids. He's like, no, no, no. They've seen our faces. You don't wear a mask, Ava. Like, you don't care about that stuff. Yeah. And then just yeah. black, like decapitates them. I was like, what? How about, you know what's, you know what the funniest thing is? Is that this is actually a Marvel Comics book. Because it was from the Icon imprint. I didn't say this from at the top. But it was from Icon. So that is Marvel. Can't wait for them to turn this into a movie. Oh, God. I hope they don't. They would too, though. Would they? They really would. It's from two thousand eight. But they would get they would get hacked to shreds, and they'd only really keep Zach Overkill, like the namesake. Everything else would change, and then someone on the internet be like, "It's not like the comic. You forgot." 
Yuri. You forgot Ava was 16. <laughs> and she needs to be sitting yeah, They'd get overtly obsessive on Ava and her age and what age she needed to be. She's a weird character. Finally, uh, according to Wikipedia, this was optioned uh, for a film. Why? And picked up by Columbia Pictures. Nothing's and, happened, but... Uh, yeah, I'm assuming that company went under since then. Well, 20th, 20th Century Fox, so they, Marvel owns them now, so hey. I would rather see any of the other five books that we've read. The made. name doesn't even make sense. What was incognito about anything in this goddamn book? Everybody didn't wear a mask, except for, I guess, Yuri and <laughs> Zach for a minute. And everyone kind of knew everything else was going on. Yeah. Like, like, the villain's just as smart as the heroes. The heroes are not very smart. But they they're, not tabs they're, not really that inter- they're not really that interesting either. It was like, there was nobody, like you said at the beginning, there's nobody here that I could latch on to. Like, I didn't like anybody. No. So, I just, so I didn't really care who died or lived. I just wanted to see some interesting dynamics. And... For some reason, there's a hooded guy. Who's that hooded guy who's like a vampire or whatever, who's working with Black Death for a minute? Like, they just throw in random people. The weird... I don't remember that. The don't weird doctor. It's, it's just... I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, the weird running. doctor. Yeah, it was a doctor... Um, Doctor Mr. No, Mr. Dupree, Doctor Zeppelin, Doctor Lester. That's who it was. Yeah, they go find Lazarus machines. It's not. It's, no. it's not. It's a first draft. Yeah. So we rank these on a boom for good, ba for bad, and whoosh for what did I just read? Ba. This went from boom to ba real fast. It went from whoosh to ba. And I hate giving them this because I wanted to not buy any of their books. Well, we can't help it. Nobody's perfect. Everyone's got to have a, like a little blotch. This is your this is this is your crack in the windshield. So bye to you, Yuri. Actually, give me more Yuri. <laughs> give me more Yuri. Fucking up shit. I just love it. I, I love that part in the car. You you listen to me, right? I'm the boss, right? <laughs> That's how I read his voice. Anyways, it's like yeah, yeah, for sure. And he's hey, this is part of the plan. Yeah, up yours. <laughs> You can't stop him because he'll just break you over his no, knees. He's, so he's a super villain. <laughs> and they're all surprised. Like, they didn't know this was going to happen. This book's terrible. Assholes. <laughs> wow. Wow. What a run. Wow. Those were some books that we've read just for the first time. Those were some books, right? Who would have known those were some books? We read them all just now too. They're not. They're definitely not um, cut from old. No, the fact that our pitches change analysis. and we sound like different people. No, no, no. we just did that. No. It was amazing, except for when it wasn't. <laughs> except for when it was because it wasn't a few times. <laughs> and now we're going to talk about those backdoor entries that were not good, like those front yes. front load entries. Uh, I don't know which would you prefer, the front load or the back door. Uh, this seems like a trap. Oh, uh, I mean, I was gonna say interracial is a trap. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a son of a bitch. You son of a fatal. Son of a fatal. All right, so we're talking. You name dropped one just now. Let's get into these rankings. You heard us talk about all six books in detail. We probably remember everything because we just read them. Of course, just rolling off of our, rolling off of our so, cerebral cortex. Not like we read them a few months ago and we're just compiling them. It, no, no, we're not doing that. No. How unprofessional! What's your number? 
what is your least favorite of the bunch? My, Let's go through a six. Well, now we know we don't have the same list because. Yeah, they're personal. Because plugs keep falling out of my earphones and joints keep switching. But my number six, because it was, it could have been a number, it could have been a top three for me, but because it's mm-hmm. so convoluted where it doesn't need to be, it's Sleeper. Sleeper Out in the Cold is my actual least favorite. Least favorite. That's the Wildstorm imprint one or the Wildstorm. Yeah, it's it's, it's part of the Wildstorm universe. That's more of a grown up take, but you know. When we talk about. It is kind of, you're, you're right. It's It's a mashup of what? superheroes and espionage right yeah the, the one thing about this pairing is it's never bored right i don't know if we stressed how great this combination is for so many different reasons never once when we were reading anything we're like oh this is crap this is hard to get through i'm this is mind numbing like i can't wait to like everything was always a page turner or interesting the fact that sleeper had so many great things going with it and then still managed to add on this extra stuff with the superpowers that's what left a bad taste in my mouth. You had more than enough with the Tao and uh, playing both sides and him climbing up the like, quote-unquote evil corporate ladder to try and find out what's going to happen there. Like, just give me that. But they doubled down with superpowers, yeah. and then it just became more convoluted for me that I feel like there's a real gem in there, but based on what we got to read, right? Because we only read one run for each of these. So there's some – who knows? One of these may actually be a gem if you kept reading the- that that's a very good point. It's that we've keep in mind we only read one arc for all of these books, so we're basing them on just the one arc. And my least favorite for that for these six is Incognito. With the start at the first remember the first issue we talked about it Man. earlier, the first issue was fantastic, yes. and then it's like as soon as you start getting to the cloning business, <laughs> I'm just like, don't. I run no, and it's like the XYZ, and then remember the there's like stupid decisions made <laughs> where just let Buddy go rampage things through. Like it's just there was the lady who was sleeping was with not, the brother was, and the brother. The and there's the there's a lot going on there. Um, ironic that a book yeah. with a character named Zach Overkill would have so much overkill in the book. But uh, yeah, yeah, Incognito to your credit is my number five. That's my least likely to reread or read forward. Uh, incognito everything that you said and then it it it's something where it looked like they knew what they had and if they just stuck on that one lane i think they would have been fine but they added in all these extra pieces that didn't help the book it made me laugh more because it just became more outlandish but yeah it was a mess it was a mess and then and so my number five which is if you read around the internet quite an unpopular opinion but my number five would be Fatal. Huh. Um, I like that. I like the I like the the idea of it, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of creepy. But when you're dimension hopping and like it, it kind of gets very cheesy to me. Even though I like the character and the, the first arc. Again, keep in mind this is the first arc. Right. It didn't really do it for me. It was just kind of I don't know. I was I thought it was more lame than anything else. Not not the characters in the way they're written, but just the like it's Lovecraftian, so it's yeah. There's different there's aspects of that. It's like all right, this this is kind of weird. Like it gets weird at the part where the 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 house she's yeah, just there. Yeah, it's like that. That's like this is that's kind of where it lost me. So Fatal is my number four. Um, everything you said, pacing, pacing really throws off this book. It could have uh-huh. been charming if you led into the noirness of how this lady is kind of 
time hopping between two lovers who are related and not really related. But again, when they start putting in devil worshippers and cult houses and extra things so quick up or front loaded in the issue, it changes the narrative. And I like slowly peeling back of like, who is this girl? Who's this girl that nobody can get yeah. off their brain? Right. Like that's, I mean, pussy got them killed and I got her killed <laughs> and then <laughs> killed everybody else. But, um, the, the hardest thing for me is the pacing of it. Like if I felt, yeah. If you elongated more of the mystery and brought me into really, because I think this was the book where we talked about who who are we cheering for in it, right? Like you can't cheer for her. Yeah. The, the lead, the protagonist is kind of a doofus, um, mm-hmm. and like I don't want to cheer for the cult, but I, I did laugh yeah. when they showed up. So it, yeah, it, it's weird. Well, and uh, uh, as takes would would have it. If we get to my number four, our bottom three is the same. My number four is Sleeper. There you so go. Out in the cold. The same. They're just a little bit more rearranged. We already jumped. talked about this. I liked it a lot for the espionage thing. I'm not a massive Wildstorm fanboy, which I think would kind of help buoy it to the top if you, if someone were into that. So I thought the superpowers actually kind of detracted from the story. Very much so. Um, even though the espionage angle was really, really cool. So that's why I don't hate it and I still would recommend it for certain people. That's why it's number four. And that's why it's weird. They Brubaker wrote great characters in that book. It's just then he shoehorned powers on top of them where they didn't need it. I can't remember the heavy in yeah. that, but there was that one dude who was just big brute who like ended up yeah. stealing scenes from me. But at, at certain points in the comic, it veers off to the left where they have to have a superpower fight and it doesn't fit with the whole motif and world that you've already built. So it sticks out like a sore thumb. Oh, so I guess yeah, we go to three. my number three. Um, this is hard. I'm going to say yes, from here on the out. The top three is very difficult. This is really about like, these are all amazing wines. It's just about taste now, right? It's like, uh, this is personal preference. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, what, what like really set off my palate? And my number three, again, I will recommend all of these and I will say that, but Criminal Coward, it's really good. It's yeah, near, near flawless for what they're doing. Such a great contained story. Um, believable characters. Uh, I love the rules that he set up about uh, the lead character, Leo. We just read this, so I, I remember everybody's name um, and everybody's motivation. Um, but I really like how they peeled back the protagonist's life and his backstory when they get back into how he became the way he became, that's where this book really shines. So uh, yeah. my number three is Criminal. So my number three, what used to be my number two, like it's kind of moved around. Like these these three have shuffled around a bit. Um, but the more I think about each each book and different, the different angles, because I love, I love all three of these. So let's just sit them. But my number three will be Kill or Be Killed. Mm. It's a fantastic read. It's what started us on this on this. Uh, Brew Baker and Phillips' journey. Really, we read this and we're like, "This was so dope." Let's keep going. I can't really talk about too many bad things about it. It is very self-contained. The cast is small. Um, there's an element of, is it or is it not, like a fantasy? But when you compare it to the other two on the list, it's just the world is just not as realized and developed yet in the first arc, right? Might, it might be at the end so that's why i put it i don't like it's 
it's hard. It's, these are more like rather than say one, two, three, it's more like one A, one B, one C. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the way I feel. We're splitting hairs. That's We're splitting hairs, but it, you'll you'll really get to see how Coke and Dank like to read and how we like to read them. Yeah. Um, my number two, uh, again, splitting hairs because you can't really rank them, but based on this, we have to rank them. I'm going with the fade out. Um, the, it is a noir through and through, and does service to that. I love the fact that they use old 1950s or 1920s or 1930s. You listened to it when we quoted where it was from. I love that motif as an era and the fact that it's not more than what it needs to be, which is this is Hollywood. It's dirty and there's a murder and you just kind of pick up the wheels or pick up the pieces and start running off of that. Uh, it's, it's simple in that execution, but layered in every character you meet. Every character feels lived in and has a motivation or has a, a place in this world that you, you end up following the writer. And I just, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I'd love to see it move to a, another medium. But uh, if, we're, if yeah. we're considering all of these noirs, I feel like this is the best true noir in the Brubaker Phillips pantheon. This, I agree. This is also my two. Fader is also my number two. And, the world's amazing. The read's incredible. What I actually do really like about it, and it's going to sound weird, but all none of the characters are really likable. Yes. They're all very, very gray, and they're all kind of pricks in their own way, and that makes them very real because there's no, like, here's the white knight, and here's the, the bad guy, and that's... No, it's they're all different shades, and I find that so captivating, yep. especially with the era that you're in, like you were talking about, and it's just... It's fun to see how it all develops. Like, there's... The one guy who's like a racist who just, but he's but he's stoic at the same mm-hmm. time. So, so it's like and okay. give him good like one liners like I, yeah, yeah it's great yeah but I'm like so it's yeah it's just it's a sign it's just the age that it's in and, and the characters are great and then the girl that like is the bad I don't know it's it's just really good it's really really good and so the, our number ones are the ones left over very easily but we'll, we'll give up which is each other's number threes right which is funny but <laughs> kind of worked out perfectly. Yeah. Uh, for me, the way it started is the way it's finishing. Uh, Killer Be Killed is my number one. I love the fact that it's basically a triangle, a love triangle at the heart of it. Um, nobody wins in that. Like It's a doomed friendship no matter how you look at it. The fact that uh, the lead character is leaving this double life and the world isn't realized. So for everything you don't like about the book, I love. I love that it's underdeveloped because we're slowly getting to see if it is a real world that he's in or if he's just batch it crazy that and the artwork is phenomenal i've never seen or i've rarely seen uh headshots explode off the page with the colors and kind of texterity that phillips used in this and this is all i I believe the first arc's happening in winter so to see kind of a character miserable out in the cold trudging along you see the footsteps in the snow and then bam just like that there's all these abrupt moments where explosions of color happen and it happens to be bloody and beautiful um i love the psychological mess of two roommates both in love with the same girl and only two of them understand the full dynamic of it one of them the the second roommate is still in the dark of his girl's cheating on with his roommate like that's a lose 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 situation right and you're just waiting for that time bomb to explode because nobody can win um pussies definitely get all of them killed 
uh, I just really enjoyed it. And I think it holds a special spot because that's how we started. So my bias is obviously there, but I just, I really like the book reading it. And it was an easy way to say, let's keep reading what these guys have been doing because they've been doing good stuff. And for me, uh, criminal, I am a massive, massive sucker for like cowards, crime and what's that? Cowards. Cowards. (laughs) (laughs) For crime and mafia type movies and stuff. And I love it. This one reminds me of Heat a lot because, you know, Leo, he's got the whole, the whole rules, right? I won't just, you know, any job that I do, I'm calling the shots. There's no guns. Right. And then, you know, this is the way I work. And so he starts to kind of bend a little bit and things go south so he's out and then it's all about how he's getting away from not only the cops but the you know criminals that are after him too and it's just like he's not squeaky clean so he has nobody to turn to and then everybody touches he's always he's constantly on the run he can't relax it's just so well realized and written and everything connects to something else and it's just i could not stop reading this book i love it if you like if you like crime and heists and stuff this is like I, this is not even easy recommend. It should be like you should be reading this now. <laughs> You've got points. and it's and it's wide. This goes on for a long time. There's a lot of criminal books, and they're still writing them today, I believe. So there's a lot of different. Angles. I like that you threw out that criminal reminds you of the movie Heat because Fado definitely reminded me of L.A. Confidential. And I'm gonna mm. throw out randomly, Killer Be Kilt kind of got a little Fight Club in it. I don't know if kind of right. We, yeah. If we kept we reading, you'll you'll never yeah. really know. Like there could be kind of a is this person really all there? Um, but definitely uh, two dudes after the same broad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> broad, Dame, Dame, yeah, Dame. But you know, we talked about what six books. Now we ranked them. Maybe everybody's listening to this, but nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> 